This episode is brought to you by marketing consulting firm, the Bonafide Lyrics and Marketing, LLC, where creativity meets business. You can check us out at www.theblm.com for more information on how we help local artists and creatives maximize their business presence. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. It's the All Love No Fear Podcast. Hey. It's hey. the All Love No Fear Podcast. Hey. Check hey. us out. Hey. It's the All Love Oh No Fear Podcast. podcast. Uh-huh, podcast. uh-huh. All Love Oh No Fear Podcast. Hey. Hey. What's going on? It's the All Love No Fear podcast with your host. KB. I didn't know I was introducing myself first, oh. uh, but hey, I'm here, KB, <laughs> in is the your, building. It is your podcast. I'm just, it, it is our I'm, podcast. I'm just a guest. Oh my God. That's <laughs> fine. That's, that's fine. Okay, whatever. Hi, it's KB. I'm here, ready to pod. Great. And I am Mr. Mark Metapoetic Bennett. Yes. And we're here. Yes. And My guest, apparently. And it's episode 20. 20, 20, 20. Hand claps for 20. Hand claps oh, for 20. There, there is an applause button. Hip, hip, hooray. Applause. Hip, hip, hooray. Applause. Hip, hip, hooray. Applause. Let's play. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> 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 it's there, I promise. Um, yeah, welcome to episode 20 of the All Love No Fear podcast, where we are here to talk about a bunch of nothing. And have a good time. Word, word, word. It's on the agenda. So, uh, yeah, what's new? What's happening? Um, I'm good. Um, I'm good. Relaxed today. Um, it's Labor Day weekend. Word. So, good. Good amount of relaxing. Didn't do do too much. Not not much of anything really. (laughs) Not much of anything. Nothing. But um, we did relax. Very little. Um, I did take a nap, which is very very um unusual. So I'm very excited about that. And was ready to fight me, but it's cool. Well, let me tell y'all why. Here's why. Since Mark, since Mark wanted to bring it up. So I took a nap, and our baby took a nap as well. And, you know, she woke me up from my nap, basically. Like, hey, mom, 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 because that's what she does when she's ready to get out of her crib. So I'm like, all right, bet. I take her out of the crib. I'm like, let's go. Let's go find daddy. So we go find daddy. I'm like, all right, it's like lunchtime-ish, but post lunchtime ish let's get some food together so i went and grabbed my uh, essentials to make the meal that i was planning to make for lunch and i was like you know what i have these cookies these pepperidge farm soft baked milk chocolate cookies um and i know that there were at least two cookies left in the bag um i went to pick up the uh bag of cookies and to my astonishment and dismay there was nan cookie in the bag she, Nan Cookie. I want to say to you, Nan Cookie. Okay. She looked at me like I spit in her face. <laughs> she looked at me so angrily. Do you know how you feel when you're so hungry? Like, I was like, she was, she was quite. And healthy. you want, you know, you have something that's gonna be good. Like you have something in your mind. Like I'm gonna eat this. I know that I have that. I can grab that real quick and eat that. And then to be to be robbed of the opportunity. <laughs> To have the snack that you were looking forward to have. You were saucy for like a good look 10 at, minutes, though. Nah, here's the thing. <laughs> Let me explain to you why I was so mad. For like 10 minutes. First of all, first of all, <laughs> I was mad because I really, really wanted the cookie. And it wasn't there. So, you know, the anticipation just, you know, it, it fell flat. 
The other reason I was mad is because Mark typically does not eat sweet snacks. Mark is a salty snack eater. I've heard Mark say that out of his mouth several times. So I thought my cookies were safe. Imagine my surprise upon (laughs) discovering that not only did I have three cookies in that bag, which when I thought there were maybe there was maybe two. I had three cookies in that bag, and Mark, the alleged non-salty snack eater, ate all three. Didn't even leave me one, because why would I want them? For what? Why would I want my snacks? That's crazy. Meanwhile, when we went to the store two days ago, I got popcorn. There's uh, blue corn tortilla chips. There's all types of things that Mark could eat that Mark likes. But no, Mark went for the one snack that I like, that I wanted, and ate all of them. And so I was very unhappy. Like, it's very unhappy. now, but Crystal, she was, she, was, she, was quite, she, was, she was quite perturbed. I wanted to ball the bag up and throw it at his face. I was so <laughs> like, not, not, mad. Like, I'll, how it looked, you might have thought that everything was cool, because, like, she came, down, she came in, she asked, <laughs> she looked at it, so it was I'm empty. glad that you're so amused. It's it not was funny. quite funny. It wasn't. It's funny now. I didn't think it was funny. But then she just, like... I just go, go walk away and just stop upstairs. I was like, oh, she is saucy. <laughs> she like, is I couldn't saucy. even talk. I was like, did <laughs> this is, guy legit just is, take my, eat, is, eat all my cookies? Like, for real? She is, she is quite saucy. <sighs> I couldn't even talk. I was so mad. I was like, he can't be serious. <laughs> he couldn't have eaten all those. Impossible. When I picked up that container and felt no weight in it, I said, oh, oh. Yeah, she was, oh. she was quite saucy. My blood boiled. I couldn't even talk. I think I went upstairs. I came back. I just looked at Mark. I was like, I can't even take your stupid face right now because <laughs> you ate all my snacks. Like, I was so upset. I was like, big I, mad. I, I appreciate you holding your composure. You didn't say anything to me. I just knew you were angry. From your I, just, I couldn't even talk. So, I was, I, I, so I'm, I'm proud of you for, for not just I like, was flabbergasted <laughs> that you ate my, ate my, ate my cookies. Um, if there's nothing else that I thought was safe in our kitchen, it was those cookies. Yeah. Everything else is fair game. I expect you to eat everything else, but those cookies are mine. Like, I appreciate Like, the only reason I knew that, because when she came down, after a while, I was like, hey, is everything okay? And then she just, she died to tell me what was wrong, but. I couldn't talk to you at first. I was just like, I know. He didn't just eat all my cookies. I know that's not, I know that's not what happened. And I'm like, in the kitchen cooking what, like, we're going to have for lunch. And I'm like, I'm still thinking, I'm like, he really did eat my cookies. He really ate. Like, I was really, really, really bad. Really, really mad. And I know that it was probably exacerbated by the fact that I was woken up from my nap kind of abruptly. And I was hungry. And I just, like, ordinarily, I don't think I would have been as mad as I was. But I was ready to fight (laughs) when I saw that, when I picked up that bag and there was no cookies in there. Everything's fine now. But note to self, just lock your stuff up because spouses be hungry. And they be eating your stuff. So just, if you would like. Spouses be hungry? Apparently. Apparently. What I, what I told you is nothing's really safe when I'm bored in the room. Well, find something to do, Mark. <laughs> find, there are I, things to I'm, do. I'm a snacker. Yes, he is a, a mindless snacker. If I'm doing I s- bought sunflower seeds for you to eat. <laughs> there is a bag full of... And you ate... Oh, my God. I'm mad again. <laughs> I'm mad again. I forgot about those sunflower thank, seeds thank that you. I specifically thank you for purchased. Thank because you. you said, and I quote... I eat a lot of unhealthy snacks when I'm watching TV. I need to get healthier snacks like sunflower seeds. Yes. So what did your wife do? <laughs> your wife, when we went to Trader Joe's, went and searched yes. high and low in the Trader Joe's yes. for some sunflower seeds. Yet and still, yep. you ate my cookies. And and thank you. Thank you so much. For no, 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 no. Don't thank me. Will, don't thank me. You already will, thanked me by eating my cookies. That will, was your thank you. I will, I will thank you for the sunflowers. And I thanked you when, I, when you got them. And you should have eaten them. <laughs> I did eat some. 
and my cookies? No, sunflower seeds was yesterday. Why not today? What happened? Why why didn't we want to have them today? They were there. I saw them. I saw them. So let's let's go further. Let's let's dive deeper. Let's move on. No, no, no. You brought it up. I no. want to know where we're going. Well, shout out to the people on Spotify. <laughs> shout out to people on Apple Podcasts. Shout out to people on Stitcher. On Google Play this Podcasts. This conversation will be continued. <laughs> okay. Google Play Podcasts. Can you move eight? Hi. Shout out to Cookies. people on iHeartRadio. We're, we're moving on. Sir. <laughs> we're moving on. Uh-huh. I didn't even think. Now, now we got to fight. We're going to record and then we're going to fight afterwards because you have a whole we, bag. We have to move on. We're going to move on, but we're going to fight afterwards just so everyone knows. That's we're going to fight afterwards. <sighs> no, just, you know, keep your stuff locked up because people be stealing. That's fine. Word to the wise. All right. Um, also, just um, so, we, so you know, we also have a guest here. Yes, um, we have here. a guest in the building. Yes, sir, sir Kent. Sir Kentastic Mills, he's been here before. What's what's going on, everyone? I'm ready to pod, and I'm just in the background, and I am just shocked and appalled. <laughs> Not shocked and appalled. Shocked and appalled <laughs> at Mark eating all it's snacks. Like, thank you, my February brother. We here. Oh, I'm a March. You're right. Easy, you're right. Easy there. Right. March is the best month. Whatever. But, um, I forgot. Mark, we, we, no, we really need to talk about this because uh, okay. you we, specifically we have had, to move on. No, we don't. We have to move on. No, no, no. Let's stay here. You yeah. had sunflower seeds. You had your own sunflower seeds, seeds in addition to popcorn Jones and, and popcorn. Chips. And you ate the cookies? Wow, man. The, the cookies was the one thing that was for me, bro. Wow. Wow. We, we, wow, bro. We are, we are almost 10 minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> we have to move on. <laughs> We have if to move on. See, listen, this, you didn't want to take the heat. You shouldn't have ate the cookies. Okay? You I mean, you, you had popcorn and sunflowers. So okay. Just, just awesome. You had peanut butter and jelly. You had bread. There were several things. Great. Everything. So That's, many things. That is awesome. So, um, do you have a lover to lose it? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. I loved my cookies, but because of you, right. I lost <laughs> them. There you go. Because of you. There you go. That's our love it or lose it for this week, guys. It's, it's not. No, it is. It is. That's we, it. We have other things. We don't have other things. You don't know what we have. I know I don't have cookies anymore. I know that. That's what I know. I feel like there will be a stop at Trader Joe's after this show. Oh, there absolutely will be a stop at a store because <laughs> I want my cookies. I didn't buy them for everybody else. I bought them for me. Can we, can we proceed? They didn't even ask me, could you have a cookie? Just ate them. Can we proceed? <sighs> Whatever. Let's move on, folks. Let's move on. This, this is what marriage is about. Arguing over who ate someone's snacks or who ate someone's food. This is what it's about, people. Be, in, be informed. Okay. Moving on to our love it or lose it for the week. Awesome. Mark wants to move on desperately because <laughs> he ate my cookies. And I won't forget it. This day will be marked in history forever. All right. I don't, so, I don't, I don't have time for you or Gasoline Kent. <laughs> I have no time for either one of you. <laughs> Gasoline <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have zero time. I'm, I'm just back to the Why? Because just, he didn't just, take your just, side? Just, just enraging the fire. <laughs> yeah, enraging I'm, the I'm fire. I'm sitting here tapping my keys, computing the pewters. That's all I'm doing. You computing the pewters? That's fine. Don't don't you take out your misguided frustrations on Kent Mark. You simmer just enraging the in your fatness. You simmer in your fatness <laughs> and your egregious actions against me and my cookies. Just enraging the flames. Yeah, you be, you big man, huh? Couldn't do you. Do, 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 big man. Do, 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 big man. Do, 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 big man. You said this is my podcast, right? I can do what I want on my podcast. Yeah, 11.48. Okay, stop time checking me, boo. (laughs) Should have been thinking about all that time before you ate my cookies. Okay. All of that thing you could have been thinking about. Anyway, 
Love it or lose it for this week. 90s cartoon series. So um, we grew up in the 90s. Uh, most of us were like, what, 8, 9, 10, something of that nature in the 90s. So we were still uh, cartoon watchers for the most part. Yeah? I'm trying to think of Kent. I was, I was, I was okay. Kent, Kent, oh. Kent was probably like 12. Yeah, Kent's a little older than us. He was like 12. 12. Yeah, okay. Like 12 and 90s. But you, some of these cartoons were out like early 90s, so you might have caught some of them. Yeah. I probably watched them. Um, and they're, I mean, they still slap today. I'll still watch them. So, Love It or Lose It, 90s cartoon edition. The four on the chopping block Rugrats, Arthur, Recess, Pinky and the Brain. I love all four of these. Rugrats, Arthur. Arthur, Recess, Pinky and the Brain. What would you love? What would you lose? And as always, we're going to start with the loses. This is a hard one. I mean, I always say this, but like I, I, the loses, the loses, the loses. I put backwards because I'm like, I can't, I can't try to go. I know need Jeopardy I, music. Here. I know, I know the two I would definitely not throw away. Okay. Um, I'm trying to figure out between the other two. Okay. I have no answer at this moment. I keep looking at the list like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if this is hard. I don't know. The more I look at this, I think it's, I... There's so different kinds of cartoons, so right. it's weird. Yeah. It's they, weird. They, yeah, 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 yeah. But they're like, when I was thinking of 90s, 90s cartoons that I really enjoyed watching, these were my like top four that I would always like. Because you, you watch them each for different reasons. Yes. Um, Kent? Right now, thoughts? Uh, you can think well, Mark. First, well, if you're doing Lose It, probably Arthur. Okay. Yeah, I, mine's between Arthur and Recess. I'm trying to figure out which Okay. One. I think I wanted to say Arthur for Lose It, too. Mm. Let's let's delve into that a little further. Why are we losing Arthur? I never watched Arthur. Really? I, like, I know who Arthur, you know, I know who Arthur is, but out of the four of those. And you see, like, the little Arthur fist that, that yeah. you know, came back into, like. Yeah. Like, I, I, never, I, I watched Arthur watched the least. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I watch Arthur the Least. I think out of those, out I, of those I, I, I know, um, I know about Arthur the Least probably the mm-hmm. other ones. Mm-hmm. But Arthur was cool. Yeah, but I, I think, liked Arthur. But I, I think I watched the watched it the least mm. out of those. And um, Arthur was weird sometimes. Yeah, they, they did have some weird some weird vibes. But I'm saying sure. Arthur was weird, and regrets on the list, but. <laughs> I mean, well, Rugrats you know. Pinky Brain is also weird, but <laughs> Rugrats and what? Pinky and Brain was also weird. Listen, I picked things that I that I liked. Yeah. Okay. So, but um, but yeah, I, th- I think Arthur is the one that I I, I think I liked the least out of those four. Okay. I think Arthur. I, I like I watch Arthur, mm-hmm. but I think I like Arthur the least. Yeah. Um. I yeah. I feel the same way. Arthur. Arthur. While I did enjoy it, like if I had to go based on what I would watch today if all four options were presented to me like Arthur would be the one I would be the least interested in watching fun fact Arthur was created by the cookie jar group imagine that we're back on cookies again imagine that imagine that so the um and I think Arthur I don't know if Arthur was made to be as fun as the other three also probably and that's why I said it was weird choices Mm -hmm. the other ones were meant like they had a lot more like Fun for kids aspects, right? <laughs> so I think Arthur was cool, but it was, it was too serious. I yeah, it was, it was a very serious. It was too show. serious for like child me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, it, it was it was a very uh, serious show. Like it was fun parts, but it was too serious for the child for child game. Yeah, it, it touched on a lot of really like particular like topics that maybe as kids we might not have. Yeah, that, that cared that, about that, or that, like fully understood. That's, that's what I was saying. I was like maybe I don't know. It was it wasn't as, wasn't as good for me. Like like I said, it was good, but it just it didn't touch on the same thing as the other three for me. Okay. All right. Any any further thoughts on Arthur, Kent? Or you said all you need to say? Yeah, Arthur was not Arthur was not really the show I watched. So okay. I'm I'm more than willing to uh, lose that. All right. Yeah. What are our love its people? Run your love it. Um. Pinky in the brain. Pinky in the brain. Yeah. Same. Same. That's going now. Yeah. Pinky in the brain. Rugrats is close. Yeah, I think I was between Rugrats and Pinky in the brain too. But I think Pinky and the Brain is the vibe. Although I have to say, let's not sleep on Recess. No, no, Recess was, that, good that, was, was a, cool. that was a great show. Recess was good too. I love that Recess show. Recess was cool, but, but Pinky and the Brain is just like, and Pinky and the Brain, Animaniacs, that, that, I was gonna say, uh-huh. from all of those. It comes from that same glove. Yeah, I started to add Animaniacs, and then I said, no. That was, that was an easy choice. Was, like, yeah, I always told them, like, let's go. Yeah, yeah. Animaniacs all day. Yeah, Animaniacs. Have you ever watched Animaniacs as an adult? Be like, we should not have been watching this as kids. It's, it's Most quite, of the cartoons that were out there were not for us. <laughs> Ren and Stimpy was ridiculous. Yeah, Ren and Stimpy is absolutely not a, a child-friendly <laughs> situation. I grew up with Ren and Stimpy. Ren and Stimpy, like, yeah. Rock was Modern Life, ridiculous. Yes. Yeah, those, are, those aren't Rock child Modern things was, at all. Rock was quite ridiculous. <laughs> those aren't child things at all. Those should not be for, for children. But also, that show is awesome. Like, yeah. I, I think I would do a Love and Lose at the same thing because I have certain shows like like. Rock is Modern Life, Recess, Doug. Or not Recess, Doug. Doug. Mm. All of them. That was good. Yeah. I don't think I ever saw Doug. Never saw Doug? I don't think so. Now you gotta go watch Doug. Find a place to watch Doug. Yeah, find that out. Is, Doug, is Doug owned by Disney? Because if it's owned by Disney, it won't be on the Netflix or anything. <laughs> Just being honest. If, 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 if it's a Disney if it's a Disney owned situation, I don't know where you're going to find it. That's, that's a valid statement. It's very valid. Until Disney rolls out their, their, their uh, platform, we ain't going to see nothing. But yeah, Pinky and the Brain, like, I literally used to walk around saying NARF all the time, like a complete nerd. Yeah, it's on Hulu. NARF! And Amazon Prime. Oh, okay. Good to know. I got Amazon Prime. That's lit. NARF! We're pinky and the brain. We're pinky and the brain. <laughs> One is a genius, the other's insane. We're laboratory mice. Their genes have been spliced. It's pinky, it's pinky and the brain. Brain, 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 Sorry. That made that made me really happy on the inside. I believe that song slap. How does it? How does the intro slap like that for a cartoon? Like how? How? I wonder how? if anyone's made a remix out of that. Somebody needs to. So, so, somebody. somebody I'm sure, I'm sure somebody needs has. To. Somebody needs to. But yeah, Pinky and the Brain. I feel like I want Avery to watch it so she too can share in the joy. But I also don't know if it's appropriate for her to watch yeah. um, as a there's, child. There's a lot that you got like screen now. Yeah. This is like, what the? This is, uh-uh, uh-uh, no. But there's some, some shows that are out now that I kind of fly. Such as? Doc McStuffins. Doc McStuffins is nice. Like I I I think I knew Zach stuff is about. Then I heard more about it, and I, I was I was more impressed about it mm-hmm. because like her parents are doctors also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Avery can't watch Peppa Pig. Pa- pa- perfectly trash. Peppa is a brat. <laughs> she, she's mad rude. And she, I've, and I've, she's only rude. Seen, I've only seen that one clip where she didn't know how to whistle, mm-hmm. and her friend called, and yeah. she hung up on yeah. the friend. <laughs> she hung up on the friend. So <laughs> I figured that's but kind pa- of how pa- she Peppa is. Pig is like that, though. Yeah, uh-huh. Peppa's she's, mad rude. She's, she's quite rude. She wants she want licks, Peppa. That's, that's uh, what she wants two good licks. Okay. She wants two good licks. She's quite rude. Oh, okay. Two good licks. Can't be bothered with her. 
Um, I mean, I would, I would watch The Proud Family. Oh, yes. I yeah. heard they're, Proud, like, the ma- remaking that, that, I, I never, think, or trying like, to remake it. I never grew up it. with that. But she was like, oh, they look nice. Yeah, my sister used to watch The Proud Family. That was her. That and Kim Possible. Let me tell you something. Call me, beat me, if you want to reach me. Kim Possible was a, was a vibe. Kim Possible was good. Kim Possible, I never watch. Yeah. Um, I, caught couple, I caught a couple of episodes. Yeah, my sister was into those Disney Channel shows Danny for Phantom. a little while. Huh? Danny I saw, Phantom. I saw Danny yeah. Phantom before. I think Danny Phantom and Kim Possible Fairly was, Odd was, Parents. was just like around when I, 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 I wasn't watching those. I watched Fairly Odd Parents, though. Right, like when my sister was into Kid um, Kim Possible, I had to have been like sixteen at the time. I'm gonna say it was like I was a little old to watch it, but like I would just sit there with her. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. It's like Kim Possible. It's actually kind of slaps. I think Fairly Odd Parents had like undertones for adults, also. Yeah, probably, probably. Most of these shows do. They're a little sus. Got to keep your eye on what they're doing. I was out here watching it, like, oh. (laughs) You know what wasn't a cartoon, but was actually a pretty good show. Way back in the day, I was probably too old to be watching it, but I watched it anyway. Lizzie McGuire was a good show. I never watched never that watched show. It. I know you, you guys have no reason to watch that show okay. whatsoever, but it was a good show, just so you know. Okay. Just so you know. All right. Um, thank you so much for participating in our Love It or Lose It, guys. Uh, it's so funny that we all came up with the same Love love or Lose. Yeah. I don't I was, know. I, I was expecting some diversity in that answer, but... no. But that was it. I mean, honestly, if one of you had said you were losing Rugrats or Recess, I would have just thrown you away, like, as a person I know. Because that's an unacceptable choice. The only acceptable choice here was Arthur, to be honest, for the loser. That was really, wow. that was really the only acceptable that's, choice. That's Anything, right. If you said Pinky at the brain, I'd have been like, oh, well, let's get the divorce papers drawn up. We're done. That's right. After you ate my cookie. Like, that's last straw. We, we have to move last straw. No, we're not. No, we're not. We have it's probably going to come up again. Um, yeah, moving on from our love it or lose it for the week. And Kent over here just watching like he's watching tennis like boom, boom, It's like boom. U.S. Open it. U.S. Open it here. All right, hey, Coco Goff versus Serena Williams. Let's, let's continue. No, we're going to move on? Okay, great. Um, <laughs> if you can't take the heat, why don't you stay out of the cookies? Great. So if anybody else has any, um, any comments on our love it or lose it, please email us at allofnofearpcast at com. Or you can message us on our website, allofnofearpcast.com. Um, you can uh, you can look there. You can comment on our post and on our, on our podcast. You guys need some cohesion. <laughs> some cohesion. We do not need cohesion. We can do whatever we want. It's a cohesion. It's podcast. There is cohesion. There's a common thread of cookies that keeps coming up, okay? So I need you to just get on board. Um, anyways, let, let's move on to our... our our main discussion topic for today. Let's be serious. Let's get back on track. Um, so what I want, what we want to talk about today um, is this concept of like social media outrage about everything. Um, in this week, I've seen like a few things that have just given me pause and made me feel like maybe I want to delete social media because you ninjas just be doing the most of the most. Um, so... In case you have been under a rock, um, Missy Elliott was honored at the VMAs last week for the Video Vanguard Award. And that's basically for the person, for a person who has done like revolutionary work in like music video development and stuff like that. And as we all know, Missy Missy Elliott videos are amazing. Like to this day, to this day, um, (laughs) 
every time I see that video, that it cracks me up. But um, to this day, her videos are like almost twenty years old. Some of them, like I think uh, the one where she's in the bag, uh, can't stand the rain. I, yeah, can't stand the rain. It's like a twenty, literally twenty years old, mm-hmm. and it still looks like it could be a video that was made today. Um, so she was honored at the VMAs, um, and she did a performance as most uh, Vanguard awardees do. Um, Rihanna got it one year and she performed. J-Lo got it one year and she performed. And when you went on social media, the responses were, like, there were people who were like, yay, go Miss C, this is well-deserved, blah, 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 blah. But then there were people who were like, oh, my God, why did, because, okay, so let me backtrack. In the Missy Elliott videos, um, work it, there's definitely a, a a little Caucasian young lady who dances um she was in a couple of the videos but the work it one is the one i can remember off the top top of my head it's like a little white girl with the yellow yeah she must have been like what 10 11 in the video oh yeah yeah so when she when missy elliott performed um work it at the vmas she had like a little had to been 30 second vignette at most featuring the little girl all grown up now doing her dance routine from the work it video that's who that was yes So people were on the internet up in arms, like, why did Missy Elliott give her um, uh, a platform to to do this? And now, because I guess people's people's thought process was the media coverage about the performance ended up being more about the young lady who's I think her name is Ashley. I don't want to be a liar. this is why we need an intern so somebody can look this up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but the outrage was that they felt like the performance became more about this girl being in the video than it being about um, Missy Elliott. And I'm like, I don't know if I feel that way, but okay. And then they took it a step further and were like, well, you know, Missy Elliott is one of those artists that's always striving for white approval and attention. And that's why she had that girl up there. And I was like, What? Allison Stoner. Allison. It was an A. You were close. Um, yeah, yeah, I was close. I had no idea who it was. Yeah, I didn't know. I, what, I, I, saw, know. I saw the person dance, and I was like, who is this person? Okay, whatever. Right. She has a reason. Yeah. But just the fact that people dragged it to that extreme and said that she, she should not have had her up there, and by her having her up there, it was an attempt to garner white attention. I'm like, huh? That doesn't make any sense to me. Like, and, and then people were saying, oh, well, she only has seven minutes to perform and that's what she chose to do in seven minutes. I was like, first of all, Missy is 45 plus. If seven minutes is what she was going to give them, seven minutes is what they was going to get. And then we know that Missy's been sick for years. So maybe she ain't set up to be out here Tootsie Rolling for 15, 20 minutes like some of these younger girls can. But the fact that the, the, the thing that really bothered me was the she brought the girl up there to garner the attention of white people. I'm like, huh? Huh? I don't get it. I'm confused. I'm going to give my That's response weird. after you go. Help through, me understand. After you go through all the. Yeah. Like I just was, I was, I was flabbergasted by I, people saying that. I have, I have a lot of takes. Because in my mind, it made sense for her to have that little girl up there. Cause that girl is iconic. Like yeah. when you see her videos, it's like that little girl stands out and people were like, you know, trying to make comments about, Oh, well she, from the time she did that, like her having the girl in the videos to begin with, was a cry for white attention and then having her on the VMA stage was another cry for white attention. I was like, okay. And they pulled up these videos of like her on uh, Ellen and all this stuff. It was a mess. Um, so the social media outrage about that was like bananas to be. 
Um, then, as we know, um, Mr. Dave Chappelle came and uh, gave us a Netflix special. And um, people were also outraged about um, his content in the special because he made jokes about um, people in the trans community um, and things like that. My whole thing was, have you ever watched Dave Chappelle? Also, the special is called Sticks and Stones. Sticks and Stones, yes. Sticks and Stones might break your bones, but words will never hurt you. Yeah. That's, it, makes, it makes sense. That's, that's okay. Okay. So we're there. So <laughs> the outrage people talking about, cancel Dave Chappelle. He's saying these things. I'm like, do you guys realize that Dave Chappelle has been consistent in, com- in, in, in content for the last 20 years? Chappelle's show couldn't be aired today. There's, there's so much stuff in Chappelle's show that is offensive. Like, there's no way that a network would green light that show. Nobody would do it today because there's so much about it that's offensive. And we'll get back to this, but I'm just like, he's a comedian. What, I, what are you expecting from, from a comedian? Like, I, I just, I don't understand what people want. And then the other social media outrage thing that kind of got me irritated this week was the Popeye's chicken sandwiches. So, sidebar, Mark and I did not get a chance to try any. Did you get any, Kent? No? I got none. No, we tried. I did try chick. What was the Chick-fil-A macaroni and cheese? Eh. Eh. I mean, listen. If mama didn't make it and bake it, and you know, <laughs> plot twist. Speaking of mac and cheese, I have a story about that. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, people were like, y'all need to be standing in the voting lines. Like, y'all standing in line to get that chicken. Are you chasing after Jesus like you're chasing after that chicken? I'm just like, Jesus of Nazareth. Can people live? Like, so just social media just had me, like, in a tizzy this week because people are nuts. Yeah, that, people that, are absolutely nuts, and they should never have the internet. And the chicken sandwich thing was driving me crazy. because it was like, super stupid. Because someone made a post was, like, anytime, like, the shamrock shake comes out or if something. When what, pumpkin spice lattes hit the market, I don't hear nobody saying nothing. But no one says, like, oh, iPhone. why are the people in the line? Why aren't these line, people in the line outvoting? Like, no one says that. <laughs> right, like when but, iPhone, like you said, when iPhones come out, when shoes come out, when concert tickets. I, like, I heard when shoes come out, but I never hear it when it comes down to things that we make fun of white people for doing. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, I've never heard it for food before. Correct. No. I've always, if anything, you always, we usually hear it for black people and we usually hear it for sneakers. Oh, you waited out for the Jordans. Couldn't wait out to vote. Yeah. That being said, if you're supposed to be voting, voting isn't supposed to be, isn't the thing that's not supposed to take all day. You're not supposed to wait. Uh, two hours yeah. to vote. That, 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 that is a problem in of itself, which that, is that, another story. That shouldn't happen. Come either. on, then. Come on with it. Well, yeah. I just, you know, this is just me being a civil rights advocate in yeah. training. I don't know. I don't know these things. <laughs> but it's, I just said Chick Fil A. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, like, so with all that in mind, like, I have I have a concept. The the reason why it becomes a big issue, number one, is because the news companies report on social media from social media yeah trends mm-hmm. yeah and i think that's the number one issue because mm-hmm. the news because the news report will take a couple of tweets and promote that and then the people will tweet about the article that the that the news articles did and it becomes a and, and, and makes it bigger than it was initially right mm-hmm. so it, it's it's not so sometimes it's not as big as it was initially so like even that missy elliott thing i'm sure it wasn't a big issue initially some people might have tweeted something but i would have never seen that Mm-hmm. If unless I went to Missy Elliott's comments or pages and went to that, right? But the news news reported on it, so now I see an article about it, so now I hear it, right? And now people create opinions based based off that. So I think that's a big issue that has happened. I, I think people um getting 
getting outraged at everything. And I, I think that's the reason why I like the Dave Chappelle special in the first place, because it's basically highlighting people getting outraged over everything. Right. And, like, you, and the funny thing is, like, um, I think Don, um, Donald Rowling said, you can't cancel Dave Chappelle. It's true, because he does everything himself. He's not under any network. He's not under any name and everything. You, you, can't, you can't really cancel somebody like that. Who, who who has no me, like, and he he doesn't he doesn't care, he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't have any shows, he's not trying to do press, no. <laughs> he just gets his contract, does it, and and Netflix is still going to put a special out because people are going to watch it, and right? Get money for it. Like he said in the so special, you clicked on my face, you yeah. you made a choice to click on my face and watch this. And the more you talk about it, negative or positive, the more people are probably going to watch it, right? Because now they're like, oh, well, what's all the uproar about? Correct. What's going on? And what's which also drives me crazy sometimes is like how people jump on the bandwagon for stuff they haven't seen. Right. It's like you haven't so, seen it, but you heard somebody say blah blah blah. So, so say a oh. line from it. So like without context, you 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 have outrage. And also the people who like who don't even support you in the first place, like the people who did not like Dave Chappelle in the first place, now are campaigning to get him, let him go. It's, it like that that that's what drives me crazy too. You weren't supporting him in the first place, so now you have a reason to prove why you weren't supporting him. Right. Like, here's the thing. Dave Chappelle has done very, and most comedians, if we're being honest, because Dave Chappelle is definitely not the worst of the worst of them. Like, there have been some comedians I can't even watch because the stuff they have said is, like, just downright offensive. Like, I can't deal. Like, I just can't watch them. And don't get me wrong. There were were moments in that Dave Chappelle special where I was like, (laughs) I don't know. But also, I know what I'm coming to when I'm coming to a Dave Chappelle special. Like, I'm not coming here for politically correct jokes. I'm not coming here for somebody holding my hand and coddling my feelings. I'm coming here to hear somebody say something that's probably going to offend me, but also make me feel bad about myself because I'm laughing about something that really I shouldn't be laughing at and because it's not cool. And once again, it's called sticking stones, meaning he's trying to say a bunch of words. <laughs> he's going to say words to show you that it's not going to hurt you. you. You'll be fine after. Right. Like. <laughs> that, I, yeah, that, that that was I feel like that was the whole purpose of that special right to it, do what it's doing right it's like <laughs> it's like, it's, it, like we we part part of why we enjoy comedy or at least why we used to enjoy comedy is because comedians would say things that we as the average Joe or Jane felt like we couldn't say for whatever reason and so the comedian was saying it for us and giving us the space to hear it out loud and be able to laugh at it if we wanted to. And so this expectation that comedians have to follow this politically correct way of speech is 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 interesting to me. Yeah, like like honestly, if we um if we go to most comedy clubs and people who try out material, I'm pretty sure most of it's inappropriate. Most of it is. I'm pretty mm. sure. Like we going by the specials. If you go to some comedy clubs, most comedy clubs, just go on like a random like Thursday, Friday night, mm-hmm. just listen. I'm pretty sure there's a, a couple inappropriate jokes being said. Right. And they're like, oh, this one didn't work. This one didn't. Because they're just trying to make a set. Right. They're not thinking, they're, they're really just trying to make a funny set. Right. That's go- it. You have to understand the goals are different. Right. The goals are different. That's um, just to segue a little bit. It's kind of like um when they talk about the Daily Show. And people were saying, like, sometimes people are like, oh, he's talking about this. This is an important thing that you talked about. Why is he making? Fu- why is he talking about this? I was like, their first objective is to be funny. 
Right. That's their first objective. Mm-hmm. Right. It's on Comedy Central. Right. It's, it's not the first objective. The first objective is to be funny. So they're being funny first. Right. You, you might you might use it as a news something something for news to get your new, daily news. That's fine. Right. But their first objective is to be funny. Right. And the same thing with comedian. Comedian, your first objective is to be funny. I think Dave Chappelle said it in his last one of his specials before. He was like, I'm a comedian first and then I'm black. <laughs> and that's how you feel because like sometimes like sometimes your first objective would be funny before you be before you, you do anything else because because i think he was talking about the um the um what the, the guy um kramer mm-hmm. <laughs> and he was like the first time you heard kramer he was like oh, it's a bad set son <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a bad set <laughs> right <laughs> because i because it's like he's, he's a comedian he's like feel he feels like he's a comedian first and then he's black because like his his goal is to be funny first. Like he, he has different eyes, mm-hmm. and I think when you're a comedian, you have different eyes than everybody else. Right. It's it's like it's like every every other genre or genre of something you do. When you're in it, you have a different mindset than everybody else. Right. And 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 for me, I feel as if Dave Chappelle is not a a stalwart of uh uh morality. Or, or what our social beliefs or thoughts should be about anything. So why are we getting this upset? That's the thing that's confusing to me. I'm like, do you not have your own thought patterns and your own belief system? Why is a Dave Chappelle show joke making you this upset and having you this up in arms? Dave Chappelle is 100% not the first person to make a joke about the transgender community. And certainly... Um, he has not said anything that's completely out of the realm of things that other comedians have said or other regular schmegler degler people walking the streets have said and done. So I'm just a little bit confused about the outrage because I'm like, some of y'all share these same views in the back of your minds, whether you want to or not, that Dave Chappelle said on his special. So what's all this outrage about? But the thing I'm, is, I'm perplexed. The thing is it is, because he's him? The thing is, even if you don't, some people have different views and everything. And and, and and if you don't want to hear it, then just don't watch it. Also. That's what I'm saying. I'm that's, like, uh, that's, that's really the main you thing. You could just, because, like, because I, I, you know the type of content he puts out. So if you go and watch a Dave Chappelle show, I don't understand what you're up in arms and flustered about. For instance, Tosh Porno be kind of offensive. I can't take Tosh Porno. I, I just, something but, about him just gets he's, under my skin. He's quite offensive. So sometimes I'm like, Absolutely. Right, I'm not listening to him. So right. I, I just stop watching him. Right. And then, and then I'm cool. I'm good now. That's it. That's <laughs> it. I just stop watching him. That's it. Know? And now I'm good. Right. Like like <laughs> Lisa Lampanelli. People think she's hilarious. I can't take her. Yeah. Like literally her comedy just something about it just irritates me and I can't watch it. So I don't watch her. Whenever I see something with her coming up, when I see it on Netflix, I scroll right by. I see it come on Comedy Central, I change the channel. I just you we have options, people. <laughs> Nobody is forcing you to consume anything you do not want to consume. And there's mad there's mad comedians. There's so many. If there's Dave Chappelle mad. isn't your cup of tea, there are like a million more that you can find <laughs> that are more your cup of tea. Check out Bill Burr. Well, maybe not because Bill Burr is slightly offensive too. Yeah. I may like slightly offensive comedy, which is fine. Um, what's his name? Jim Gaffigan. Safe. Check him out. Um, like like people always talk about um, um, Patricia O'Neill. Patricia O'Neill is quite offensive. No, seriously. <laughs> a lot of black comedians are incredibly <laughs> offensive. Like, my God. Like, <laughs> if you really listen, you're like, my this is, this is flab- I'm flabbergasted. Go listen to Kevin Hart if you want some safe, clean comedy. Yeah. Just leave me alone. I don't want to hear you going back and forth about Dave Chappelle. If you don't like it, you don't like it. You don't like him. You're offended. And and don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that everything he said is cool. everything he said is okay. Yeah. 
I'm not saying that trans people don't have a right to be angry, a right to be upset with what he said. Just don't listen. Just don't don't give him clicks then. Yeah, that's it. If you know that he makes jokes about trans people and that's offensive to you, just don't watch it. Don't watch it. There are several. There are hundreds. But I tell you, hundreds of comedy specials on Netflix. You can slip right over Dave Chappelle and watch anything else. This is going to sound crazy, but we have to stop feeling like everybody, everybody who has a public voice needs to be an advocate. Exactly. 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 Um, because like that, 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 that is what the problem is. That ain't their job. A lot of times people want everybody to be an advocate for something. That's why people got upset with Kevin Hart before. The actual advocates they, are the elected officials that run this country. Yeah. Those are the actual Every advocates. Person everybody a, else is just doing it because they feel like does it. does not have to be a public advocate. They, they don't. You don't. They don't have to be. They don't. You might want them to be, but they don't have to be. They don't. They can do, they can do and be whatever they want. That's why I've said before, I do not understand this, like, obsession that we have as a country with celebrity worship and expecting them to be things they're just regular people that happen to get paid for a talent any of us could be a celebrity in reality like a lot of them are really just regular schmegler daggler people who happen to be good at singing or dancing or telling jokes or something else yeah and if they don't want to be an advocate for that they don't have they to don't be. have to be and i think you know people say i bring up rihanna all the time but she's legendary um I remember one time, like a couple years ago, like people were talking about Rihanna, how she was dressing and how she was getting all these tattoos. And people were like, you're supposed to be a role model. And Robin said, no, ma'am, I'm not a role model. I'm a singer. I'm an entertainer. I'm not a role model. I don't know who told you that, but that's not true. I'm not a role model. You should not. And I love that because I feel like celebrities, unfortunately, get put into this box of you have to be a role model for this person. And that person is like, no, I'm just trying to live and be me. This expectation that we have of them to be role models or, or voices for our community or any of those things is they're, stupid. They're, they don't think, owe us nothing. People think they have a responsibility. They do, they not. do not. They don't. <laughs> they do not. They have a responsibility to feed themselves and their family. Beyond that, I'm not looking for much for them, from them, to be honest. And maybe my, my expectations and bar is low when it comes to other people, but I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't feel like Dave Chappelle needs to be an arbiter of, of black community thought on anything, really. Watch his specials, laugh. Don't watch his specials, don't laugh, whatever. Just leave it alone. Work. Um, doubling back to the Missy Elliott situation. I just, I, I, that's the most confusing critique I've ever seen. I don't, I don't understand. I, like, I, I don't get it. Like, why, why is it that this, this woman who is, like, well-deserving of this award, because literally her videos... I remember when she was putting out videos actively, and you could see when people were trying to copy what she was doing in her videos. She was the standard for videos for a stretch there. So why why couldn't we just be happy for her and just say, okay, good job. You came. You got your award. You gave us some hits. You gave us – like, why why all this negativity? And and why 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 this statement of she's doing it for, for white attention? Because she had the girl up there. And people are making it seem like the girl was up there for the whole performance. The girl was up there for, I promise you, no more than 30 seconds. And Missy wasn't even on the stage. Missy had the girl up there dancing while Missy went to go change her outfit. Because Missy, in that little seven-minute performance, must have had, like, five costume changes. I said, oh, she got on another outfit. Another outfit. So the girl literally came up and danced while they played the, the beat to work it while Missy was behind some screen somewhere changing outfits. You would have thought the girl was up there the whole performance. She was in the front. She was blocking Missy. She was swinging from chandeliers. The girl was there for 30 whole seconds. 
So I don't know how people interpreted this large overarching theme from this girl being on the stage for 30 seconds and making it seem like it didn't make sense that she would be there. This is and, what, this or is people what, taking it. I even saw somebody say, oh, well, the VMAs made Missy put her up there. Huh? This is, this is what I've gathered. Guys. What I've gathered is unless you have a song with Malcolm X speech, with the background sound of Strange Fruit, they will not like. Not strange fruit. <laughs> they will not. Get off. Get off. They will. Get will off. criticize what you do. Get off. This is what I realized. The Get black, off. Black community will assume that you're just doing things for white gays, or they say assume that you're doing things just for money, or they assume that you're not doing anything to uplift the communities. These they, four woke people be killing me slowly. <laughs> so slowly they kill it, me. It 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 drives me crazy. Um, people can just why people can't. She's not just making music that she wants to make. Why is it that, that not that? Why is it not she saw someone talented and was like, I want to use this person? Right. She, she was like, oh, this is a small child who's, who's talented. I'll use that. And let's... And let's and so let's, it's, 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 just, it's just so many layers that like people have like... People just put their um, assumptions on people all the time. And like, it, like I said, it's been happening for years. Like people do that all the time. And they do that with anybody who's been popular for a long time. Mm-hmm. Think... I want you to name a person who is who has white fame who they don't do that to. Probably nobody. They do that to everybody. They feel that anybody who has white fame, they are sellouts, and they're just trying to do things to bring it down. They do that for everybody. Right. Yeah. They do it for every 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 black person. Like you 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 have to be a a uh, um a person who's fighting for rights at the same time. Not have any money, <laughs> right? At the same time, you have to be popular, but only in black places, and you have to only like it. They have you have to have these these certain boxes that they have to put you in, and you have to do the, you have to do all these things, or like feels if like you're not doing it right. Because like I, I've seen comments where like anytime someone says something, if they have a lot of money, like oh you're not really doing anything for black people because you have you have all this money. If if you have a lot of money and you and they feel as if you must have a lot of money because that means you're not giving it away enough. Right, and it's like stay out of people's pockets. You don't know what they're giving away so or it's, not it's, giving it's, away, it's, it's, and they don't owe you anything. They I, don't owe you anything. Cause I remember they were doing that with um, Maxine Waters. Oh, really? Yeah, they, they kept saying like this. Well, yeah, but she lives in a mansion. Yes, I'm like, I'm like why like, shouldn't she? But, but what, is, what is that? I don't why know. shouldn't she? She's a politician, so should she live in a shack? Like I'm confused, guys. <laughs> I was I was so confused. I was I'm like, confused. but what does that mean? I don't. What and the that fact mean? that people had to come and be like, oh, well, you know, her husband owns his own, like, auto repair. Like, it's like, why does anybody have to explain why that woman lives where she lives? <laughs> she, she's, she's a 70-something. She's somebody's grandma. If she don't live in a house, I don't understand what, what's, I don't, I'm confused, guys. She like, can't live in a house where she can see her grandkids at? I don't, what's the problem? Like, people think that if you're, like. You have, you have, you have, you have, like, and the people who say you to stay in the hood the whole time, I feel like they don't have kids. Uh, Can't impossible because impossible. We, we, we gotta have this conversation be later at a different time. But like we had talked about it before, is like this battle between wanting to do things for the community, but also not have your your children suffer for it. Right. Because like if you're in a town, for instance, um, and it's it's a bad school district, the only way to improve the school district and improve how things are, you gotta be in the school district mm-hmm. and go to the parent meetings and everything. 
but also as a parent you're like but if i could have the means to bring my to bring my child somewhere else to a better school district i would want to do that also right i don't and, know if and i want note my, that better doesn't necessarily mean white no no that's I, sometimes I, what people I, mean when they say better i'm just talking about better in terms of um a better they have better um resources mm-hmm, better mm-hmm, resources mm-hmm. for um, my child so a lot of times i'll people knew that but it won't it won't improve the school district you're in right or it won't improve this or, or you want to move out of a lot of people want to like when if they live in a low-income area want to move out mm-hmm. but that doesn't improve it because all the people with the talents are moving out mm-hmm. so that's not helping it mm-hmm. but on the, on the flip side but that means now i have to, my my children are going to have to be in that area in that neighborhood for the purpose of uplifting so like you feel like you're comp is it you compromising your children for your community and like that's a lot of times how people feel. A lot of times, I'm not. I don't think either side is right or wrong, but I think that's that's where the dilemma. I think a lot of times is in low income neighborhoods. That that dilemma of um, letting um, having my children go through the process to make the community better, and like a lot of people, and like I I, I can't tell anybody to do that. Right. <laughs> that sounds crazy to me to tell somebody. No, you need to stay in a school district to make it better. I know your children are suffering, but no, it's fine. You gotta make the community better. Like right. that sounds crazy to me. Right. So I think that's a dynamic. We we, we have a big conversation about that later. Yeah. But I think that's um that kind of plays into that. Right. Like to me, I just was annoyed with the negativity because I'm like, she's the first female rapper to get this VMA, this Vanguard VMA award. I'm like, why could we just not have celebrated that? Because Missy Elliott is 100 percent one of our greatest artists who really has not gotten her flowers um, in the way that she should. I think a lot of people, you know, respect her and respect what she does, but I don't think she's um, recognized as she should be. So I don't understand why we, and when I say we, I mean we as black people, just couldn't be happy for her and why we needed to put that negativity out there. Yeah, um, and people don't understand that. Like, and so what she, if she's doing something for white attention? That's her business. What that got yeah. to do? So, and she's one of the people who, um, one of the um, women who also write, produce, and everything. Right, herself. like the woman she just got inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame, I believe. Yeah, and I think she, she's the she, first she, she black write, woman or first black rapper to do it, or yeah. black female rapper, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, it's like she she wrote for herself. She right, wrote she wrote for, for a lot Leah. of Leah. Mm-hmm. She wrote for a lot of Sierra. Right, <laughs> she wrote for some Mary J. Blige. Right, like she, <laughs> she wrote for a lot, wrote a lot of. Songs. She's accomplished, and to try to reduce that to a 30-second appearance by somebody who was in one of her videos. It wasn't like it was some random. It wasn't like it was Ariana Grande or one of them random girls up there. It was somebody who, if you watched any of her videos, you would be like, oh, wait, that's that person. So it makes sense to me that she would be there. I just was so confused. If the media was putting um, the woman above her and everything like that, I'm not blaming her for that, if if, if the media was doing that. (laughs) It was very annoying. That's... Media's trash. Media has been trash for years, though. Hot trash. Hot garbage. Um, and then the last thing that we brought up was what? The Popeye's chicken sandwiches? So let's be clear. Um, black people are allowed to have fun. Black <laughs> Wait, people what? are allowed. I'm I, talking didn't get about, that, I didn't get that memo. Yes. Black people are allowed to have fun. I, I need that email. Black people are allowed to be joyful. What? Black people are allowed to be whatever they want to be and do whatever they want because they are autonomous people. If they want to get on a line and wait for an hour for a chicken sandwich, that is their business, that is their right, they can do that. 
Everything. It don't have to be a, well, are you doing this? Are you doing that? I just want to stand online and get a chicken sandwich. Is that cool, sis? Can everything I do that? Everything does not have to be revolutionary. It, it doesn't. doesn't. I could just want some chicken. <laughs> Jesus. Does, everything does not have to be revolution. Everything does not have to be. It does not have to be. It doesn't. Right. Like if like I saw a video or, or, or picture of a young man who was out there registering people to vote while they were waiting. That's cool. I ain't got no problem with that. Do what you got to do. But stop shaming people for just doing regular stuff. Let them live. If they want to go stand online for a chicken sandwich, that is their that is their right. That's their time. That's what they want to do. See, Let that, them be great. But peep that. Um, you just brought that up in terms of the, the kid who did register people to vote. That's them taking the initiative to do that as opposed to complaining about somebody standing online. Right. So right. I think there's a, a difference in that. And for me, I thought it was, I thought it was like, wow, that everyone was trying to get this particular chicken sandwich. So to me, I see it more as a case study because it's like, all right, six tweets, one one article in BuzzFeed, and that's what gets it popping? Like, I'm, wow. I'm, honestly, it, it's... That's impressive to what, me. What, right. what I realize is... Like having the right person, right connection, um, share your information is right. really how things work. That's that, that's how things work. Like I'm looking at it as a marketing thing. Like you, like to me, I don't really care that you know black people are doing this. I'm looking at this at the fact that there was not one commercial on no, TV. On TV about this. No radio English. commercial. No. This was all Twitter. This was all social media. And mm-hmm. two people making a video. Uh huh. Two people on BuzzFeed. One, mm-hmm. one person on Root.com writing about it, and boom. Yeah, it's a case, blow up to it. It's, 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 it's a case it. study because of so many reasons, though. Right. Yeah. Like, case, because, like because, because, that's that's interesting. Yeah, like, it's a, it's a, I, th- I think just a case study for a lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. Number one, it was like the power of social media, but also like a lot of people were looking for an alternative to stop Chick Fil A. To right. not feel guilty about Chick Fil A all the time. Chick Fil A is delicious, but like it's real conflicted. My coworker call, calls it um, homophobic chicken because <laughs> <laughs> there's one by my job, so we go there sometimes, and I be feeling bad, like I should really stop eating this chicken because they really are like homophobic and proud Trump supporters. I'm just like I should really just not eat this chicken, well, and I mean, I've, been, most, I've been I've been resisting the desire to eat it. I most of, most of the at least half of the fast food companies they are. Yeah. So, but you shouldn't really be eating fast food anyway, because you should be. You know, right. your body's a temple. You should be healthy. I, I try and all to that. eat salad all the time. Yeah, you ain't got to lie. We all eat fast food. Well, well, you know, I try and get my beef patties. You know, that's that's oh, all I beef eat. Beef patty. I wanted one of those. Uh, I had a beef patty yesterday, but like, we gotta stay focused. Focus, 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 focus. Um, yeah, like I. The other thing with the Popeyes chicken sandwiches that got me was. Y'all will go out here and promote these Popeye's chicken sandwiches, but you won't promote your friend's business or support your friend's business, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, unless my friend is making chicken sandwiches, I'm not seeing what this conversation is about. And to go off of what you said before, <laughs> shaming someone to support you is not support. Right. It's like, just literally shaming. Like, literally, I don't want anything from you now because you're I, over here trying to make me feel bad for can, having like, can the y'all, choice. Can y'all post that with that? Like, Because, like, it's always people, like... Uh, y'all not supporting me, but you support this person over here. I'm like, maybe I there's something buy. I like about them better. Did you maybe think about you that? Maybe you should make better chicken sandwiches. Look, maybe I, you should have a better product. Maybe you should have better customer service. Maybe your marketing is trash. <laughs> yeah. Maybe your marketing is trash. You need to talk to Mark, Mark and Kristen over here to get your marketing up. Like something. You know? Because, like, add drop, add drop right there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, BLM, yeah. LLC. Word. Listen, listen. Word. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, but like, it's it's true. Like, it's a lot of factors. Like people, people. I don't. I don't. I can't take the complaint. The complaining. Um, small business owners. Don't don't complain to me. 
I'm, I'm, if you complain to me, I'm not going to buy your product. I'm not going to. Right. Like, if, if, if your, your marketing I'll, strategy is to whine, <laughs> I'm not, I'm then not I'm not interested. I'm not buying anything about your product. Because yeah, Lord I, knows I do not enjoy a whiner. I don't. <laughs> I do not enjoy a whiner. I will, I will not. I will not, not, I will not buy a product off of whining. Sure won't. Sure and won't. And I, I don't know how many. I don't think that many. Uh, I don't think people out here getting businesses after those posts. It's not people like, oh, you know what? My friend does have a business. Let me go on over here. About, <laughs> no, no, let me go. Let me go. Let me go to the Crown Fried Chicken. This person made Most me Most of the time, she's like, she don't get off my, my social media with this foolishness. <laughs> all that whining. I'm all that whining you do when your real friends is in a group chat talking about you and why you on the internet whining about stuff. That, that's what's happening. Yeah. Can if you, you want to know the true tea. Just stop whining. Please. please stop it. Whining is an in- BLM tea tip. Whining is an ineffective marketing strategy. Just market better. Just do better. <laughs> just do yeah. better. Here. Yeah. Am I got time? But like Word. I just I just got so annoyed with it. Like you need to be chasing after Jesus, like you're chasing after them chicken sandwiches. Why can't I do both? Why? Maybe I'm talking to the Lord as I'm on that one hour line. You don't know what I'm doing with Jesus. Worry about yourself. Word. People get on my nerves. Worry about yourself. Like the little girl yeah. from that video said, "Worry about yourself. Worry about yourself." Um, but yeah, I just we need to just relax with all the social media warrior outrage about everything. Stop. Stop. Like, a part of me can't wait for the day when you guys don't have internet. <laughs> like, I can't wait. You're going to have to. I'm sorry. I can't wait till y'all don't have internet. Because. Lord, hold it. I, c- I can't wait till y'all don't have internet no more. Because y'all act up all the time. And it's annoying. Y'all don't have to be like this. That's fine. Let That's people live. Let them be That's great. That's really how I am on Twitter. I just get. And, like, I, I know that my Twitter. Like, when I post on Twitter, I, I know I sound like. I'm like Debbie Downer. It's because I have so many smart people that are so like negative, and I'm trying to like like seriously. I don't need this energy. Oh, I'm going like some of these right. some of these posts about these specific topics have really made me question people's intelligence. Like for real, I'm like you are you are dumb. You are really dumb. That's fine. And like I'm you gonna start. Really you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna start being like the opposite just to piss them off now. So it's like all right, I, I gotta stay off of Twitter. I gotta yeah, limit, I, I gotta I, limit. I gotta limit Twitter and just stick to Instagram and looking at you know. Uh, pretty pictures of models. Well, I was going to say computer <laughs> desktops. But <okay. laughs> computer desktops. No, I seriously, I seriously have a uh, like a search for like uh, desktop inspirations. Okay. But yeah, I do have pretty models too. Shout oh, out okay. to Ashanti. Listen, listen, That's listen. Fine. She killing it. That's fine. I, w- I wish. <laughs> Kristen saying. is Kristen is dead, but she came back. Um, came back. Yes. Shout out to Long Island Zone, Glen Cove Zone, Ashanti. Glen Cove. That's fine. Mm, yeah. All right. Any other any other uh, thoughts on social media outrage? No. Just yes. calm down. Simmer down. No, just yeah, yeah, yeah. Be cool. Be cool. Simmer, simmer down. I don't want y'all to not have internet, but like you're making a case for, for why you shouldn't have it, some of you. Um just, just be cool. You live, let people live, everybody wins. Everybody wins. Woo woo woo. Everybody wins. All right. We're going straight to our artist spotlight. Word. And our artist spotlight for today is Joel Ortiz, one fourth of Slaughterhouse. Um, and dare I say, the top one or two of the group, if I had to rank the four. I don't know. You don't in, in what? Top one or two in what? In rapping, because they're rappers. <laughs> I think it's top one or two in punchlines. Okay, all right. He does. Yes, he does. He does. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if it's top one or two rapper. 
Well, I, I. No, no. He, he, in punchlines, he is. Like when he does the freestyles, I, I usually watch. I, I listen for his punchlines. Okay. I think it's top one or two in punchlines. So Joel Ortiz uh, is uh, part of, like we said, or was a part of Slaughterhouse because they broke up. They don't go together no more. Um, he is from Brooklyn. Um, he has been out for like a long time. He's been active as a rapper for like over 20 years, I want to say. Um, he's kind of more, he's kind of considered more of an underground rapper. I don't think he's ever really been signed to a major label. Um, he might've been to actually, he was actually signed to Aftermath, but that might've been through the Slaughterhouse, not him individually. Um, he is, um, like I said, from Brooklyn. He's a cancer like Mark. Um, <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> I just want to bring that up. He's a Puerto Rican, um, which is, you know, is Fat Joe Puerto Rican too? Might be. He's, I, think so. I think he's Puerto Rican and something. Um, yeah, so he was part of So So Deaf at one point, but that went left. And uh, That seems like that way to go left. He, yeah, I don't. So So Deaf and Joel Ortiz. If you ever <laughs> listen like, to Joel Ortiz's nah, music, like, So So Deaf seems like so not the right. <laughs> I, that seems like that way to go left. So <laughs> not the right fit whatsoever like it just doesn't seem uh, immediately yeah it's super super left very quickly (laughs) um but yeah he his wordplay is really really good and i i really enjoy you know his his rapping voice makes me happy it's very like grungy brooklyn it almost reminds me of um casanova I also enjoy Casanova because he has that like grungy Brooklyn rap voice. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain it, but it's like there's something about it that is very unique to. Fat Joe is Puerto Rican Cuban, by the way. Okay, I knew it was Puerto Rican or something, um, but it's like a very grungy Brooklyn, like just real, like I be in basements rapping yeah. vibe. Like, I be in basements. <laughs> that's, that's the fun. that's the vibe that Joel Ortiz gives me. I like I be in basements rapping. And like Mark said, if you've ever watched him doing freestyles or you've watched him um, doing, uh, what was it that he was doing? Like when you see him go on like, uh, what was it? Sway in the morning. One of them people where he had the, or Funk Flex. Like it's amazing. Like He's done a few freestyles. Like everybody in the um, underground hip hop community respects him. Yeah. He's like, he's a lyrical miracle. But he actually says stuff. It's not, you know, just words like yeah. he actually said stuff with his words like everybody on the ground they, they, they usually um respect him for whatever yes. he does because he, he he like i said his punchlines are crazy um there's a song of his that i really really enjoy um oh my goodness what's it called on which on which album i don't know i'm trying to find <laughs> it i'm trying Was to find it, it. There's a reason or it might have been like on house slippers or um it might have been on house slippers actually What's it called? Um, I don't want that. No. Music saved my life. Might be, might be. Like just, oh, I listen to it all the time. I'm like, yes, oh my god, it's is so it, good. Is it with Bob or with Royce? And um, I think it might have been the one, the the one with the rest of um, Slaughterhouse. Oh, Brothers Keeper. Brothers Keeper. Brothers yeah. Keeper. It was Royce, um, Joe, Joe, Joe Budden, and, and Crooked, Crooked Eye. Eye. Yep. Yes, I I do wish that Slaughterhouse would get back together, but those guys are also nuts. So. Yeah, like I, when I heard like they all had like their own issues, they, like they it wasn't healthy. <laughs> yeah, it probably wasn't a great. Uh, <laughs> they all they all had issues. They all had issues they were working on. Yeah, it's probably not a not a good vibe they for them to be back like together. A healthy, uh, 
mentally. So yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, it wasn't wasn't a good. I think they're all in a better place now, which is good. Yeah, yeah. I I, I agree. Um, he did have an album come out recently. Monday. Recently, I believe. Yes, it's called Monday. Monday was good. I didn't get a chance to listen to it. Yeah, I should probably get on uh, the Monday, Tidal. Monday just came out this past Friday, I think. Yes, let me get on the Tidal and download it. Yeah, definitely download it Monday. Monday was good. Um, but yeah, definitely if you want some like motivation and you want to hear like a Brooklyn dude trash talking in your ear, Joel Ortiz is your guy. He's the way to go. You should you should definitely check him out. You won't be disappointed. Um, like, like I said, every freestyle his punchlines are like the ones you remember. Yeah, the way he says things and everything. I I, I think the um I think. They, I think all three. I think they work together because they all have their highlights. Uh huh. I think Joel Chiz has the punchlines. Yeah. Um, Royce, I think, is the best all around. Oh, for sure. That's why I said top one or two. Um, with Royce but, but being Joe maybe has one. The best content. Yes, Joe Budden does have great content. I will. I will say that. I will say that. But Crooked Eye does wrap his butt off. Oh, he does. <laughs> he does. I don't disagree. I don't, don't want to take take away from that. Crooked right. Eye does wrap his butt off. Yes, I, I don't. I don't want to disagree with that. But I. I I guess for me, I don't automatically go to his music. Yeah, I I, I think um, I'm just kind of like, oh, okay, all right. I think that's on New York bias because I think everybody else is from like this side. Probably, probably. That's on New York bias. Possibly, it's possibly correct. That could be, <laughs> yeah. could be it. Because I really don't pay much attention to rappers outside of like the tri-state, the tri-state area. I'm like, I barely started paying attention to Philadelphia ones like last year. So yeah, maybe like, more than last year, but like not yeah. Like Royce is Detroit, but he he's with these guys, so I kind of forget that. <laughs> I forget that he's not a New York guy, but yeah, get into Joel Ortiz; he's great. Word. Um, moving on, um, some other things that um popped up this week on the internet that uh, we wanted to talk about. So we talked um last week and I think the week before about um Jay Z and the whole NFL deal and the concept of black capitalism. And all that jazz. So Colin Kaepernick hasn't really said a whole lot um, in response, but he posted on social media um, a picture of a highlighted passage that he uh, was reading. And I'm going to read it and then read what his caption says. Um, it said the, the actual picture he took of the words, they say, in summary, core and the cultural nationalists drape themselves in the mantle of nationalism. But upon examination, it is seen that their programs, far from aiding in the achievement of black liberation and freedom from exploitation, would instead weld the black communities more firmly into the structure of American corporate capitalism. This reformist or bourgeois nationalism, through its chosen vehicle of black capitalism, may line the pockets and boost the social status of the black middle class and black intelligentsia, but it will not ease the oppression of the ordinary ghetto dweller. What core and the cultural nationalists seek is not an end to oppression, but the transfer of the oppressive ap apparatus into their own hands. They call themselves nationalists and exploit the legitimate nationalist feelings of black people in order to advance their own interests as a class. And chief amongst these interests is their desire to become brokers between the, right, the white rulers and the black ruled. I was like, oh, okay. And I oop. And then um, his caption says... Reading always gives me clarity. And then he quoted, what they seek is not to end oppression, et cetera, et cetera. I'm like, well, all right, Colin. Um, people, you know, the news, like you said, they take things on social media and report it. So they reported it as a him taking shots at Jay-Z, which he might have been, which he also might not have been because he never said that. He literally just 
posted a passage and said, this, you know, gives me clarity. Reading gives me clarity. That's what he said. Um, and I wanted to hear uh, your thoughts on what he posted. Well, yeah, I, I, I think it's... It probably is a shot at Jay-Z. Probably, probably a shot at Jay-Z. <laughs> I'm not, not going to take, sure it take it away at all. Um, oh, and the, the passage came from um, Black Awakening in Capitalist America by Robert L. Allen, and it was written in 1969. Okay. Um, okay. The only... I would have to read the book. Mm-hmm. To go more into it, cause, right? That's cause, why I was like, let me what, figure what, out what book this is, because I would like to see if I can get a copy of it and read I, it. What I don't like is someone taking a passage from a book, and then we're just gonna run with it. <laughs> um, number one, uh, I understand the concept of the passage of mm-hmm. what they're trying to get to, right? Um, and I believe that that might happen in certain cases. I don't think that. Um, just because he posted that, that we should just automatically assume that's what um, Jay-Z's trying to do either. Right. Like, the only people that know, like I said before, the only th- the only people that know the T about what's what's truly happening with that whole situation is Jay-Z and Robert and Roger Goodell. Yeah. That's it. But, what, but what I he, will say... What he is doing is turning the pot, though. It, look, it looks wild. It does. And the, the less you say, the more wild it looks. Yeah. And if I'm interpreting what Colin Kaepernick has posted as him coming at you, this is how he feels about what you did. Yeah. That That's how I'm taking it. Correct. Because I know Colin Kaepernick, Colin Kaepernick got some um, settlement, signed an NDA, can't talk about too much. But um, I, if I'm taking it as a, this, is he trying to say something about you? Um, he not wrong. Because the way it looks, it looks, crazy, it yeah. looks like that. Yeah. So I can't even be like, oh, Colin Wilder, no, you know, it looks wild. It looks wild. And the less that Jay Z says about it, the more it starts looking like this. And I'm not saying that he needs to come out and give us like a full press conference and the whole shebang. And then you know, and the, the, oh, I didn't, I didn't write this down. But the thing that also makes it worse is also this week, rather than addressing this Kaepernick. NFL deal situation more um, uh, effectively. Um, he said in an interview something to the effect of the reason that, um, or one of the reasons that you see all these deaths between, or this police brutality between police officers and young black men is because they're raised by single mothers. And so they don't know um, how to deal with authority. And I'm like, Sean, your mama raised you by herself. What are you saying about your mother? What, like, what, I'm trying to understand how you conflated these two things and why that's what you chose to speak on, but you don't want to speak on how this deal looks and the fact that you don't necessarily owe us an explanation, but if this isn't what it is, if what we're thinking isn't what this deal is, why are you not speaking on that? Why are you, why are you talking about this is is what I, I really kind of want to know. Because to me, it ties into this mentality of trying to ingratiate yourself with, quote unquote, the white rulers to kind of be a broker between the black ruled and the white rulers. So I'm I'm just trying to understand where you at on that because it 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 looks it looks crazy like your PR is not it's not looking good 
It's not looking good. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, why? why I just, I just, I don't understand. I don't, I don't get it. I know that, I know that's your homie. I know that you stand him. And you can keep standing him. That's cool. No, I, I have a but, question. <laughs> What's your question? I, I guess this is this is um my, my this is my constant statement all the time when it comes down to anytime the conversation talks about Jay Z. Are you talking about are we talking about everything with Jay Z in terms of what he said stand alone or are we talking about it, him as a package? I'm not talking about him as a package. I'm talking about these two instances where you're saying stuff and doing stuff that looks funny and you're not really offering any explanation for why you're saying these things, why you're doing these things, and you're almost digging a deeper hole and making yourself look worse to the people who already are looking at you sideways. Because I'm like, you did this NFL deal. It looks shady. People are saying it looks shady. You haven't addressed it at all. And then the next time I hear you open your mouth, you're saying something that is derogatory to the black community and on 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 black people and, and almost painting it as if police brutality is the black woman's fault. Because that's, that's, there's that's not, that's, not, that's not what it says at all. That's what does it say? Um Because his statement is black men growing up in a house with no father don't know how to deal with authority. Number one, he says single parent. Single parent woman. That is usually who the single parent is. I'm just saying. He says single parent. Okay. um, And like his his basically said, um, people growing up in a single parent household can can have an adverse feeling towards authority, which causes them to yell the police to F you, resulting in interactions that cause people to lose lives. Right. But but let, let, let me finish. Let me finish. Um, the statement on its own. Sorry. The statement on its own can cause the conflict, right? Mm-hmm. I think the statement on its own can cause the conflict, but I think the statement, in compared to his previous statements, is different because. I understand the concept, like on his own, if he's never addressed anything ever before. So what I, is the what is the thing he's addressed before that you're speaking to specifically? Because he, he's he's addressed the police. He's addressed um, how. I, I guess that's uh, that's what I'm saying. This I understand the timing is wrong. I understand the timing. The timing is f the timing. The whole statement is wrong. What do you mean? Single-parent household does not equal lack of respect for authority. That is no, no. untrue. Correct. Just because there's only one parent in the household does not mean that that one parent is not a disciplinarian and is not teaching respect for authority. Correct. So that blanket statement there is wrong. Yes. But Regardless I, of race, it is wrong. Correct. But I think that he's just addressing in terms of himself because he grew up in a single-parent household. But to say that... The, the the reason that disrespect of police officers happens because of single parent households. Maybe if that's your story, that's your story. But I still feel like you're like high key playing your mom and making it seem like she didn't have any part in disciplining you or doing anything to make you into a decent human being because she was in the house by herself. 
I don't like how it sounds. Okay. I don't like it personally. Okay. And then the fact that you're saying you're almost conflating being disrespectful to a police officer leads to deaths. Um, That's not saying that as a police officer is not wrong. I'm telling you how it sounds. I'm not saying that the police officer is not wrong. I'm not. I don't think he's saying that the police officer is not wrong. But and that, that's why I said. But the and, fact that's, that's, that he's that's what I said in comparison to what he said. That's, that's why I said that. That's okay. What, that's why I made a statement. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Are you, are you talking about in terms of the statement by itself or comparison? To what I mean, the statement by itself sounds crazy. Correct. And, and, I, and that's I, what I said in comparison to what he said before. He's always said the police are wrong. Right. And but, but so like, but here's my thing. It looks bad. As I said, the timing's wrong. Because of what happened with this NFL deal that you which, haven't which really time, discussed anything about. Timing. And then this is kind of like the second time you're saying something kind of funky to outside people. What do you mean? When he sat in the room with Roger Goodell and was like, do you know the issues? Do you know the issues? Who else was in that room? White people. You sat up in this in this space and talked about police brutality and lack of two-parenting in the home. That's stereotypically targeted to black people. When people say single parent, single parent home, the mindset is African-Americans, black people. It don't go to other people. It automatically comes here. So when you're sitting in spaces with white people who you know are, for all intents and purposes, the perpetrators of oppression against black people, okay. you got to be real careful about the things you say. And if, if you're being looked at by them as a spokesperson for the black people they're taking the things you're saying as this is the voice of the black people saying this so i feel like you need to be a little bit more careful but about I, the I, things you're saying because it sounds wild i don't oh, well <laughs> I, I think first off uh, Jay Z may have good intentions, but he's probably not the best person to say what he's trying to say. Which I'll, I'll take that even. Um, I'll take that. I think, but he thinks he is, so he keeps well, doing no, it. Of course, but a lot of people think they are. I don't know. No, no, no. I'm not, I, and I'm not saying that Jay Z is like the only person out there and, that's and, that's and, trying to represent the group. Correct. That and, looks crazy. And 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 that's and that's I guess go back to our previous conversation before. Like he's talking about his own experience and how he feels about something. But he's not that's not how that's being prefaced. My experience growing up in a single person home, it, that's not what he's saying. Yeah, but he's that's, saying but, but that's it what, blanketly. But that's what he so believes. You're saying he's, you're that's saying fine, that's a, but he's not prefacing it with my experience has been this and this is why I think this. He's saying it like this is a because universal that's what he believes. thought. But he's not but you're not hearing what I'm saying. He needs to preface it with this my personal experience. This is what I believe. Because when you're saying it like this it in rooms and spaces like this, it comes statement. off like you're saying it as a blanket statement that covers everyone. I get what you're saying, but I don't I don't know if it's we've had the conversation before about like putting responsibility on um on, on black people to like be the spokesperson for others. Right. And I'm not saying he's the spokesperson, but if he's putting himself in spaces and places where he's being called upon to do that, he needs to be responsible about how he does it. And but that's what all, that's for all of us. That's for all of us. That's just not just for him. That's for all of us. Maybe he's not I'm not saying he owes us anything, but the way it looks is that he is being positioned or positioning himself in places where he is being put forth as the voice representative 
of a particular group of people. And if that's how your words are going to be taken, then you need to be conscious about that. That, that's my, that's my only point is that if if that whether he wants to be or not the way the way his words are being taken in these spaces is like that okay and so he has to know that he can't he can't be ignorant to that fact that's that's my only thing so if you know that then be careful about what you say because you, you, I, I, I put the responsibility on the people who use that as their gauge but I, I get what you're saying Right, like, like, yes, I, 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 like, if 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 you use that and then like, all right, this is, like, if if you use that and like, oh, this is how black people are, then I still think that's a problem. That's your problem. That that's your problem, yes. But also, you are, you know, the power you have and the power of your words and what they mean and how people follow them. You know that if you're him, you know that. Okay. So everything you say is going to be, you know, nitpicked down to it's going to be broken down and taken in and done this and done that. So you have to be careful with what you say, how you say it and who you say it to when you're you. I I, I, I got that. that. That's my only thing. It's like you look this. You just continue to look crazy and I don't understand why. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, you need to do something to, to turn it around because you're looking a little looking a little crazy, Sean, you know. We ain't got no beef yet, but you're looking a little crazy, Sean. Just saying. Okay. Do better. Do better. All right. Speaking of random rap things. um, (laughs) (laughs) um, So apparently Hasbro, um, who um, owns toys and things, um, they now own Death Row Records. I'm not really sure. When I read that headline, I thought it was a joke. I honestly thought it was something from The Onion. I was like, Hasbro? The toy company. I remember taking a class in college and we were studying Hasbro and Mattel and how they like are competitors and uh, are marketing their products and all that stuff. And now Hasbro owns Death Row Records. I'm confused. I need answers. I need somebody to break it down well, for me. <laughs> how that how that well, happen? Who who well. owned Death Row Records? Well, I mean, I know Suge Knight didn't own it before, but who owned Death Row Records that somehow it ended up being so, in the realm so for Hasbro th- to buy? Th- th- this is how it happened. Apparently, they acquired Entertainment One, uh-huh. a British company that owns popular children's programs such as Peppa Pig. Uh-huh. But Entertainment One also owns the music catalog for Death Row Records. <laughs> which did, is how that, which is why that happens. Because this how is more. This is more. It? Well, this is more about. Con- <laughs> how did they get This it? is more about content <sighs> than it is about necessarily Death Row Records. Death mm-hmm. Row Records is just like, uh, it's just like, oh, that's part of it. For example, I remember going. At least in college, I always remember hearing about Koch Records. Uh-huh. Koch Records is now owned by Hasbro because Entertainment One owned Koch Records uh. of the E1 Music. Ah, uh, really? See, the more you know, so I yeah. really, I really was like, wow. So, so basically, you're telling me a a toy company essentially owns the masters if people don't have them to artists like Tupac and, and Snoop. Is that what you're telling me? Probably. <laughs> is that what you're saying? Yeah. The people that make Mr. Potato Head and and PJ Masks also own uh, Snoop and and Tupac's Master, Masters. Is that what you're saying? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know same, what? Same people that own Battleship. I quit the world for today. That's that's enough out of you, world. This too much. I need answers. I need. <laughs> I need. That sounds nuts. Snoop got to go up to Hasbro and be like, "Hey, um, I know y'all make toys and like Peppa Pig and stuff, but can I can I have my music? Is that?" 
Is that on the agenda? Like, what is happening? How? Who let this happen? Who? 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 I need to ask. It's like that sometimes. I need to know. Somebody said, is there a Death Row Records theme Monopoly game coming? I'm tired of y'all. I'll be honest. I mean, that, y'all probably, need to already, that probably is already out there. <laughs> that, There's probably would, a Bad Boy theme Monopoly I game, would, too. I would, I would, in fact, play that, though. <laughs> I just want to know what Boardwalk would be. Of course you would. Of course you I would. would. I'm not. Right. I wouldn't lie. I'm not gonna lie. I would buy a Death Row Records um, Monopoly game just for collection <laughs> purposes, not with any intention of playing it. I would keep it still in the plastic or whatever, just to have it. You know, so I pass it on to the to the, to the Karen Karen kids. We were listening mm-hmm. to Joe Budden podcast and they were talking about that, and there was like it's gonna be one twenty dollars to get out of jail. <laughs> <She> <laughs> it's gonna be one twenty dollars. <laughs> and he's like, and he said, "Number chance cards? Nobody wants them chance cards. No, <laughs> nobody nah. wants them chance cards. It's a dicey situation. Nobody <laughs> wants chance that. cards. Nobody wants them. It's mad dicey, mad dicey. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants it. Um, yeah, that is literally the wildest news I think I've seen for the whole of two thousand and nineteen. Like, I, I thought it was a joke. I legit was like, oh, this is The Onion. And then I went and read it, and it was like a legit article. Yeah, I just read the Snopes. Definitely true. Definitely true. Definitely true. That's why you got to do your research, boys and girls. Um, so I'll be very interested to see how this plays out going forward with people's uh, with people's music. Because now, now Hasbro can be like, now nah, you can't play that. It's a dub. Hasbro calling you up, telling you to take that off the radio. It's crazy. Y'all make toys. Yeah. Get off my phone. But I, I do want um. I can't. Tupac and Toy Story. Awesome. Tupac and Toy Story. No, that's I'm no. not doing that. Exactly. Those two things need to stay separate. For sure. <laughs> I don't. I don't need those things to come together. Okay. No. I'm just. You know. I'm fine. Okay. I'm 100 percent fine. I just wanted you to know that I wasn't. I wasn't interested. Um. So moving on to um this week in random um other other random things that came up this week. Um. So U.S. Open. Uh. Want to talk about that? Uh. I love tennis. In case you didn't know. Um. I make Mark watch tennis too. I don't think Mark cares much about tennis at all, but, you know, he watches tennis because I watch tennis. And um, this week, it was really, like, a lot of black girl magic. It's so exciting to see that we've gone from just having, like, Serena Williams to, like, 5011 black girls. We got Sloane Smith. We got uh, Naomi Osaka. We got Coco Goff. Like, I'm living my life. So Coco was out here giving us, like... She was playing. Okay, she's 15. She's from Florida. She was out here playing. Um, unfortunately, her ran, her run ended um, after she played defending champion Naomi Osaka. And Naomi Osaka beat her because Naomi Osaka is, you know, a beastie player. And, like, the post game was so sweet. I was in tears almost because Naomi Osaka went over to um, Coco and hugged her because Coco was crying. She was upset that she lost. And she was crying. And Naomi was like, come do the post game with me. And they went and they did the post game together. And then Naomi started getting emotional because she was like, I guess her and um, Coco Goff like played in the same, trained in the same facility. And she was like, I remember when you guys were there. It was so, it was just so nice to see two little black girls just playing tennis, being great and being lovely. I loved it. Um, Serena Williams, the baddest to ever do it. Um, ask about her. She beat um, whoever that lady she was playing um, yesterday. She rolled her ankle, had to have it taped up. But she won, so we'll see her again in another round. On an unrelated note, why was Loki at the U.S. Open? I was watching the match. It was a British girl. I think her name is uh, Corta is her last name or Corti or something like that. And I'm watching the match, and they pan over to the box. And I'm like, is that Loki? And I have to stop calling him Loki. He has a real name. Yep. Tom Hiddleston? Yes, sure. That's it. Um, 
But I had to do my Googles and be like, oh, why is Loki at the thing? And apparently the lady that was playing that was from Great Britain is his girlfriend, allegedly. So that's why he was there. It's always interesting to see the random celebrities that pop up at the U.S. Open. Um, but, yeah, I love it. Next year I have to go to the U.S. Open. I have to remember to buy tickets because I never remember. Um, and then I then it comes up and I'm like, ah, damn it. And then the tickets be like a million dollars. And I'm like, well, never mind then. That's, that's that on that. Um, Novak Djokovic got hurt, so he's out as well. So it'll be interesting to see what the final for the men looks like. Um, if you didn't care about tennis, that's cool. I hope you tuned out at that point because, you know, it matters to me, but most people don't care. Um, <laughs> I mean, tennis is cool. I mean, fun fact, I was was I captain of my tennis team? Ooh. That, that is I fun think fact. I was. I might have yeah. been. Co-captain, senior year. That really? is a fun fact. I, I, can't not- I still can't serve. My serving sucks, but, yeah. I, I have a couple of rackets on me. I want to I want to take tennis lessons and, and try to be good. I'll never be Serena, but um, you never know. I I'm too old. Uh, she's older than you. But she started playing when she was 17. When she was in great shape. I can't get into shape now. That's stupid. I mean, not to be playing at no U.S. Open level. Not to be playing. I mean, you could. I honestly like. I mean, I'm out of shape too. But I just feel like okay, if I just start jogging, start you know, start getting conditioning, you know, cardio. And then, you know, start learning how to swing properly. I mean, cardi- I feel like cardio is like 80% of it. Mm-hmm. So if you can get your run on and you're good, the the whole swinging, your form, you can learn that. Word. I can't teach you serving, though. You're, no. you're on your own. It looks hard. It's very hard. It looks hard. I've attempted, I, and I, I just. I have no idea how to do that. I can't. It's yeah. not really It's not really panning out for me quite like, uh, quite so like if, I thought If we're would. doing random things, can I talk about a little random news that I was, sure. I've been following? I don't know if you guys have been following, but, you know, here in Long Island, we have a uh, town called Wyandanch. Uh-huh. And Wyandanch, the school system, um, sorry, spider, uh, they had a little um, issue with uh, their budget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the, um, the football team. Mm-hmm. I think to cover, no, no, to cover... All of their sports, yeah. they needed three hundred fifty thousand dollars because mm. it was left out of the school budget, and um, right now they were at seventy. I think uh, the district has received about one hundred twenty-eight thousand in private donations. Suffolk County Police Department is covering one hundred fifty, and uh, Steve Ballone talked about they needed about seventy-two thousand. Well, the New York Jets, as of today are going to donate $25,000. Okay, that's nothing um, for them. That's to help cover the Wyandanch football school expenses team this year. And I think uh, Tony Richardson, I don't know if he's from Long Island, but he's going He's going to appear along uh, the county executive, Steve Ballone, and Wyandanch school officials on Tuesday afternoon to talk about it. So the total that the, the um, uh, district needs to bring... The total that the district needs to cover now is about $47,000, which is pretty good. But to me, like I said before, case study, because it's like, okay, you left sports off the program. How did you expect for it to be funded? I don't I don't know. So I don't know. I, I'm happy that the Jets were able to, to come through. And, you know, anything, mm-hmm. anything is great. Right. But to me, it's like we, we talk about having things for our children. And one of the biggest things, along with music, is athletics mm. and if we're not funding athletics if we're not funding music because we don't want to pay taxes that sounds kind of bad but then again on the balance if you have a fixed income and you live in a place where you need you know you don't have that much money and the taxes are raised 
I don't have money for this, I'm gonna vote no. Right. But it's I feel like it's a balance of both, and I, I'm just very interested. Like I'm, like I always I'm now anytime you know because I'm very big into voting. So like I you know I follow these things in terms of you know when the, the school district budgets don't pass and stuff like that. So it's just interesting to see that you know it was three hundred fifty thousand that they have to cover for all of their athletics. And right. At least now it's down to forty seven thousand, and hopefully they'll cover it. So. Mm-hmm. Um, what are the taxes in Wine Dance are like? What kind of taxes are there? I mean, I don't they know. I, I, I mean, okay. com- we, we, not compared. I mean, for Long Island, I guess they're about average. They're probably like, they're I, like what, like nine, ten, or like I'm thinking seven, like eight. between ten and ten and fourteen. Okay, the reason why I'm saying that is because this is the same issue that Roosevelt has. Yeah. Right. The issue that they have is that they don't have enough businesses. Businesses what brings down taxes. Um, the more more taxes the business make. Business pays, the less the people pay. The problem is um, they don't have a lot of businesses in those areas, um, and that's why taxes are so high. So the people who live in those areas, they have low income and still pay the most taxes. And they have to pick up for the, they have to pick up the slack. Mm-hmm. Correct. Um, that happens a lot of time. That's why, like, anytime like a mall comes out, people people like try to scramble to like change the lines. Like, right, because where yeah. Roosevelt Field is and what y'all saying it is is not the yeah. same. And, for example, I'm spoiled because I live in Uniondale School District. Uniondale School District technically gets Roosevelt Field money. They get Roosevelt, but, but they also have the Coliseum, so they're fine. Yeah. Right. Well, Uniondale taxes are great. It's like 6000 Right. Be, be, yeah, because, because of the Coliseum. But everywhere else, everywhere, and, and I've never understood how that works. Uh, only thing I can make, that, make, it, make it make sense is that the actual Roosevelt Field begins in Uniondale. Maybe. Yes. I don't know. Because remember back in the day, Roosevelt Field was an airfield that was yeah. in Uniondale. Yeah. Right. Like, so, so, so like, that's like Uniondale gets some, and like technically, if you really think about it, Roosevelt Field is in Westbury. Yeah. We're not talking about that. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, because, because you like know real what? talk, it, it should be at least 50-50 Westbury and Uniondale yeah. at the very least. But they, because but, but because but you, you know City what's crazy? The, you know over by where, and if you're from Long Island, you know what I'm talking about. You know over by where the Raceway Theater is in the Chili's, that, mm-hmm. that little area over there. You know those apartments over there? Oh, they tried, to, they tried to become East Garden City. Those children go to Uniondale School District. That's what they're zoned for, oh, Uniondale. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right because there. When I saw that, I said, the parents wait a minute. Come, the parents, Uniondale. Because the people that <laughs> live there. But the mall ain't Uniondale? No. Houseway. No, no, no. Because where those, parents, cause where those adults live, those are the ones that will I have heard. Those are the ones that will come to Uniondale School District meetings and vote down the budget. And those are the people they they don't go to Uniondale schools. Yeah, but they're but zoned they, for it, which because, is nuts because oh, they zone. want to pay six thousand dollars in taxes. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but they will still take them. <laughs> they will why. take their savings and send their kid to Kellenberg or mm-hmm. wherever else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was flabbergasted. I said, so that I'm like, how are these lines drawn? I'm like, so that's Uniondale, no, but the, that, the, line, the lines are the lines are crazy. The, Help, the legislative lines are crazy. Like, Help. I know legislative lines are crazy because. Um, the person who was in charge of the school district, um, Ms. Bino, mm-hmm. somehow <laughs> she's in charge of Newcastle, Hempstead, and Lakeview. That's how she's Hempstead? Huh? How? She's Hempstead? Yes. <laughs> like, they, they are not even remotely. She's in charge of all three of those. How? What, like a straight line <laughs> through Hempstead Turnpike? It's, it's crazy. The like, lines look crazy. I don't even know how to look like visually. Out, she, she does Lakeview, Newcastle. And Hempstead, I, like the Lakeview and Hempstead, I'm I'm able to make I, better sense Because I guess of. you, but you're jumping over West Hempstead, right? Yeah, yeah. like it's it's crazy. It's, I guess it's if insane. you're on like this this corner, 
coming down. And my my legislative <laughs> it, it, and it, assemb- it, it, my legislative guy, like uh, Kevin Abrams, he was he was actually he was actually drawn out of his district. Oh, so they had to draw him back in. Oh, yeah. so like shout out to Cedarbano, but like I was, yeah. I was looking at her line. I was like, but how did they how did they draw these lines? I have that's, I was so confused. Because because like, Westbury Newcastle is absolutely on one side of Long Island and. Hempstead and Lakeview are on the other. Yeah, yeah. So I'm a little, it was on the other. I mean, I'm a little Roosevelt confused. Field is literally in, the, in between that. Yes, I'm just confused about how they decided that that worked yeah. out. What does she have? She has Newcastle. Mm-hmm. They have East Garden City. Whatever oh, so that she, is. So I guess they cut through. They have Hempstead. Mm-hmm. They have Lakeview. Yep. Yep. Somehow the East Garden through. City is the connect. Yeah, that's it. what it is. Okay. I see it. So sp- on that on that note, please everyone, please make sure <laughs> when the census comes to your to your <laughs> house, please fill out the census because part of the census is that it, you know, it it takes care of that population thing, and based on the population, that's how the lines are drawn. So please, 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 uh, take the you know when it. I think it's April for the census. Please make sure you when you get the census, fill it out. Give it yeah. back. If someone calls you for the census, make sure it's you know make sure it's a you know a legit person. I know somebody who does a census. I might have him come in, try to, or give him, make him do a statement or something. Oh, that's okay. I see what it is. Yeah. So yeah. They, it's kind of like a diagonal. It was crazy. Interesting. Those I lines, see what they did there. Those lines. Are I crazy. see what they did there. I saw. The, I, I saw the line. I was like, that's the most crazy thing I've seen in my life. Wow. Yeah. Because when like, you said those three towns, I was like, I don't know. Like, there's like we can grab all these black people right here. No. <laughs> all these black people right here. All these black people right here. Mm-hmm. And when they say gerrymandering doesn't exist, uh, that, that, that this is this is a visual like. of gerrymandering. If I've ever seen, yeah, it. that's that a visual of gerrymandering. Because what is that? <laughs> like those are those are like four you, places I like would never put together. Barely like East Garden City and Newcastle, like barely, barely touching. Touch. Barely. Like, that's one street connecting it. Yeah, it's, if that. That's like what? That's, like that's like half a. That's like half a street. That's like a little cul-de-sac they threw in there. Like, all right, oh, okay, that's how you. They go it together. There. They go together. And it's, and it's Newcastle. Remember, it's not it's not Village Westbury. It's of course, foolishness, foolishness, absolute foolishness. Um, it's just crazy. So we're taking a total swerve away from like politics because yeah, let's let's go away from policy. We gotta get back to the cohesion. Let's talk about some foolishness. Okay. Um. So um, Malik Yoba of uh New York undercover fame. I heard they're rebooting that, by the way, but maybe they're not now. I don't know. Um, Malik Yoba, New York undercover fame. Um, recently came out like a couple days ago and said that he loves all women, including trans women, and the LGBT trans community is going up. Like, whoa, he's a supporter. What, what? And then um, I was on the internet today and I saw um, a post um, written by someone who was a trans person living um, in shelters and stuff like that and engaged in sex work um, on 14th Street and Times Square and whatnot back in the the late 80s, early 90s. And apparently um, Malik Yoba was over there trolling for what he knew were underage trans individuals. And this individual um, is one of the people who uh, had regular encounters with uh, Malik and basically wrote a post saying that um, he basically knew that she was a child and still engaged in sexual activity with her. And, you know, it's kind of on R. Kelly predator levels for um, the sake of summing up what was said. So, um, yeah, that was quite a plot twist. Like, it literally came out, like, maybe yesterday or the day before that he was, um, 
you know, supporter of the trans woman community, whatever. And now it's taken a sharp left to where he was apparently out in them streets. Like I'm sure many people were um, trolling for um, underage sex workers um, who happen to be trans. And now I feel like mad stuff is about to be exposed about him. And uh, I'm nervous, child. I'm nervous. But, um, you know, I did think it was weird that he came out and said that out of nowhere. I was like, huh? Well, who asked for that? I'm like, I was like, cool, I guess, but I, I don't see why you're telling me this now. It might have been a question if someone asked him. I, maybe. Yeah, like, because like, like, like I said, a lot of times we get things in, um, in small doses. We don't right, get, like we who don't, knows we, the whole story we, we behind we why it, all, We don't get all context. Right. I, I just really thought it was weird. I was like, huh? Like, kudos, but like what? Like, that's what it might have just been context. Yeah, but but now that it's out there, it's opening up Pandora's box, and I'm sure, uh, you know, because technically um, the person is saying something like what he did um, qualifies, you know, under the New York child sex abuse law, so he may end up seeing being in somebody's courtroom over this. Um, I guess more will be revealed. I, I would say more will be revealed. I guess we just go from there. Um I'm trying. I'm trying to like. I don't, I don't know what to I'm, make I'm, of it, but I'm, I'm just kind of like I'm trying to like stay away from the the outrage. Um, no, I'm thing. I'm literally just like I don't know. I'll, I'll just be like I'll see what happens and I go from right. Because this is one person making making a post. It's it's, it's one. Person. Who knows? Yeah. Who, who, if more people come out, then I'm then I'm like not to say I'm not believing this person, but I'm just saying like I like this is the first time I've ever heard anything like this about him ever about him at all. So I'm just kind of so like, it, huh? It's also weird that she came out nowhere. Like it's the whole thing is weird. So, so I'm kind of curious to see what happens next. Speaking of weird things, um, so Kevin Hart got into a car accident uh, um, and sustained some back injuries, apparently. And I saw um, that on the news um, that he may have had to have surgery to address those back issues. So prayers for Kevin. Hope he recovers. What's weird about the story is that apparently he was in a car. We're not sure if he was driving it or not. The car crashed, rolled down an embankment or something, and Kevin's bodyguard came and got him from the wreckage and, and took him, him home. Yeah. The conspiracy theories abound. Yeah. I only have a few questions. One, who was driving that car for real? Two, who or what was in that car? Three, what was Kevin trying to distance himself from that he had his bodyguard come and take him not to a hospital, because he apparently had serious back injuries, but to his house. That's These are the things I want to know. Mm. Everything about the story sounds weird. And the funny thing about it is, normally when something happens to a celebrity, it's everywhere. Like, you cannot get away from it. The first thing I saw about this Kevin Hart being in a car accident thing, it was like one random one-off story. And I didn't see it anywhere else. Nobody was reporting it. I was like, that's weird. Is this story not true? Mm-hmm. because nobody else was reporting it. Like, it wasn't even TMZ that put out the story. It was, like, some other small network or news service or whatever. And I kept going through, like, social media and, like, trying to get on TMZ, trying to figure out, like, was this story true? Because it, like, legitimately was this one random story. And then just the fact that the lack of coverage about it, like, nobody's really talking about it or posting about it. I'm like, what's going on here? There's something in the milk ain't clean. Because it, it, it sounded to me like some Terrence J stuff. And if y'all don't remember, like last year or two years ago, Terrence J was dating um, Jasmine Sanders. I believe she's a model. And he got and he crashed like a brand new Lamborghini or Ferrari or something like that. And I think 
him and whoever he was in the car with got out and ran, if I remember correctly. And basically, it was like just a weird story about this car crash. And like nobody seemed to know what was going on. And it eventually came out or was sort of put out there like he was in the car with his side chick. And she might have been the one driving the car, and that's why it was a whole. So I'm like, I hope Kevin ain't doing this because Kevin, you just recovered from us watching you both black out some lady while you was married. So um, I hope that you weren't doing any drugs or had any people in that car that shouldn't have been in there. Just I don't, I don't need you to be looking wild. Just keep it cute, Kevin. Hopefully you're you're okay. You're doing well. Your back is healing up. You're gonna be able to walk and all that jazz, but. The conspiracy theories are abounding, and it's very interesting to see um, what's going to happen with that. What's also crazy is, like, they left two people in the car. That's what I'm saying. The security guard came and got you and left the other people in the car. Like, what? (laughs) What? What? That don't make no sense. That's what I'm saying. The whole story looks and sounds dumb wild. And I need somebody to explain to me what's going on. Because it looks crazy. I need a statement. I need a something. Just because it looks nuts. Um... (laughs) The other thing that I wanted to talk about um, was Paul Mooney. So we talked about Paul Mooney on here like a couple podcasts ago. No, last podcast with the love it or lose it. With the love it or lose it. And we decided we would throw away Paul Mooney. Apparently it looks like we're going to have to really, really cancel Paul Mooney. <laughs> because not just in the love it or lose it, but in like forever, forever real life. Because apparently um, Paul Mooney had a... So apparently, let me let me backtrack. So Paul Mooney was a really good friend and writing partner partner of Richard Pryor. And I remember reading an article about Paul Mooney like before we came on the podcast and taught and did the Love It or Lose It. And basically, um, Richard Pryor's wife was like, yeah, Richard didn't really F with um, Paul like that. You know, they were friends. But then, like, you know, some stuff happened between them and now they're not friends no more. You know, da, 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 da. And she was she didn't say what the issue was. Another comedian, an older black guy whose name I can't remember, was um, in an interview and basically said that the reason that Paul and Richard Pryor fell out is because Paul was involved in some type of sexual relationship with Richard's then teenage son, Richard Pryor Jr. And apparently Richard was big mad and wanted to get Paul killed and was telling somebody, can you find somebody? I got a hundred thousand to get this guy out of here. Yikes. I don't know. The guy said that Richard was drunk when he said it, so he kind of was like, I don't know. Uh, but then when he brought it up again, Richard was like, yeah, yeah, and the guy had to kind of talk him off the ledge and be like, nah, son, don't do that. And then a couple of days later, um, Richard Pryor Jr. came out and said, you know, something did happen. Paul tried to say it was consensual, but how could it be consensual if I was a teenager? So. But yeah. True. So. Um, I was flabbergasted. Like, I I did not know any of this. This is what I'm trying to tell you. The old black Hollywood tea is piping hot, and it'll shock you. But it, I did not, not to say that, you know, there's a, there's people you expect stuff from, but, like, Paul Mooney just never, like, none of those older comedian guys, it just gave me, like, old statesmen, like, we just be out here talking trash, like, I would never, like, I was actually genuinely shocked by the news. I was like, what? Paul Mooney did what? <laughs> what? But it makes sense to me that, you know, given how close him and Richard Pryor appeared to be back in the day to where Richard Pryor was like, I want him to die. I want nothing to do with him. I'm like, what is that about? 
And to come to find out that he, you know, violated that man's son in some way, I could, I can now understand why he was like, "Fire him." So, um, yeah, we might have to throw the whole Paul Mooney away because that's that's crazy. That's crazy. I mean, I know he's elderly and all that jazz, but we threw Bill Cosby away. Paul Mooney should be no different. I'm just saying. Yeah, I guess. I I just thought it was like hilarious, not hilarious, but like interesting that after we brought him up on. Um, the love it or lose it. Next week, I see this whole story. Like a few days later, him. a few days. I was like, "What are the odds?" Yeah, that's crazy. I was like, mm, "Paul, you ain't you ain't right for that." Y'all, y'all are like kind of prophets. <laughs> Not prophets. We was just trying to throw him away in a comedian battle. I didn't realize we was gonna have to throw him away in like real life. Um, that's quite distressing. But uh, I hope uh, Mr. Mr. Richard Pryor Jr. has gotten the appropriate therapy and whatever he needs. But uh, that's that's some wildness. I if I was if I was uh, Richard Pryor, I'd I'd want you to die too. So I feel the I feel the homie. Um, anything else on on y'all's agendas? Any other news? Breaking news? Things y'all want to talk about? I think that's good. Um, you know, I just want to say, uh, you know, I I pray for safety for all those. Um, in the wake of or dealing with the effects of um, Hurricane Dorian. Um, it looks and, wild. And the apparent tornado watch. And uh, Suffolk County had a tornado watch. And I saw a picture of it. Somebody posted a picture of the actual tornado. Tornado. It looks wild. Um, so, you know, just keep keep them in your prayers, man. These hurricanes and stuff like that are no joke. Like I saw some um, video and pictures of the Bahamas, some of them smaller islands. They just mashed down the whole thing. They're bad. Yeah, the the Bahamas looks a little looks a little nuts right now. Like I'm proud of y'all and uh, Barbados be avoiding all of it. Y'all be avoiding all tornadoes somehow. Yeah, we but the way Barbados is placed, we very rarely <laughs> get <laughs> y'all be, anything. Y'all be. Like the way the island is 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 positioned in in comparison to the others, the most we'll get is like some rain and maybe some wind. But like a full on hurricane, they usually skip us. Um, and speaking of of this, I need people to stop with the. The hurricane didn't hit here because we're holier. No, the hurricane didn't hit here because of geography, sis. That's it. Um, geography and weather patterns. Geography and weather patterns. That's it. That's it's literally it. I don't. I don't think God is having the hurricane mash down the whole of the Bahamas while sparing Barbados and Grenada and whoever. So just cut it out, okay? Um, seriously though, prayers up because those the what those visuals I've seen are frightening, for real. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Like just. Just whole whole areas just like wash away. I'm like this is this is crazy, and you know, the rebuilding process now it looks like it's aiming towards Florida, Georgia. I heard they've evacuated some of the coastal counties in Georgia and South Carolina um, to kind of you know minimize as much damage and death as possible. Um, Florida, I don't think they've called it yet for an evacuation because you know that has to be done in a certain type of order um, for it to be effective. So I don't know if they've called it yet, but they've definitely told people to, you know, prepare for that. So, you know, just. Yeah, pr- actually, my mom. Prayers up for everybody in my those. My parents are and, actually in Florida. They're in, well, my sister is in Fort Lauderdale. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forgot what county that is. Um, yeah, I, I do know which one called. Florida's generally garbage. I don't keep up with what they do down there. I mean, my parents are in Palm Beach County. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, they're under, as of yesterday, they were under a tropical storm warning. Um, it, depending on where they live, there is evacuations being ordered. 
Um, I do have to. I probably have to. Call, well, I do have to call mom mm-hmm. and see what the status is. Right. Knowing my sister, she probably gonna go up and stay with mom. Okay. But I know that. I know. Last time I talked to them was like yesterday or the day before, and they were like, uh, they just need someone to put up the hurricane. Um, was it hurricane shutters? Hurricane blinds. Mm-hmm. So, well, they they seem like they're going to weather it out. But worst case scenario, they'll probably go to my aunt in Orlando or something. Okay. Yeah. Hopefully they can stay safe and yeah. get out in time if they need to get out for whatever reason. But yeah, keep 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 everybody on the path of these hurricanes in your prayers and your thoughts no because it ain't no game. It ain't no game. Like this is a very very dangerous time of the year, June through November for people in the islands and people on the coasts of those islands, like you know Florida and Georgia and stuff like that. Like it's a very very dangerous time because um, these hurricanes like they don't play. And, you know, the fact that this hurricane is still a category, it was a category five at one point, it's still a category four. Mm -hmm. Um, That means it can cause a lot of damage still. So, you know, if you have warnings to leave, take it seriously. Don't die unnecessarily. Um, That's all I had. Um, What you got? I gave a BLMT tip for today, but if you want to give another one, that's cool too. Uh, All right. um, BLMT tips. T tips. Um, so the tea tip for today is to, I rather if you go into business and you're trying to work on projects and you want people to help out, it is better to, for each person to have their own business and to have contracts than to or hire somebody as a contractor than to go into business together. Um, it is easier unless you're, you're sure you'll have the same mindset of how you're going to run the business. Um, it never makes sense to go into business together all the time, especially sometimes with close friends. It might make more sense that way because going to contract saying for certain events, for even if you do events all the time together, you should both have your own separate business. Let's say like, um, you're, you're doing, um, you are, you're both a chefs or you both do parties. One person does one thing, one person does another. You should both have your own separate business and just have contracts drawn out for the events and how it's split up because that eliminates all issues paperwork contracts um laying everything out budgets those things save friendships when it comes down to business let me tell you something you ain't lying they save business because you should be more specific about how contracts are laid out especially with friends um the general stuff of like oh we'll figure it out as we go that's what messes up things all the time People start saying, Well, I pay for this and you pay for that, and what's going on? I pay all this. Like, it's money becomes a big, a big stickler with people, especially with people you don't know. You should do contracts, but more, I believe, with friends and family. Everybody should have their own thing they're doing, and you just kind of share it and find different ways to work it out. Um, if you're doing an event, if you're going to say, All right, everybody's going to bring all the receipts for things they pay for and bring that in, and mm-hmm. we'll pay that off and then split it, whichever you're going to do it. Um, you sit and create a budget before and say this is the expenses for all the um, stuff we're paying for. Everything outside of that is profit. We split that, lay it out. But it needs to be laid out very clearly where anytime you're working together with something. Um, do not go with assumptions because you don't want to ruin your friendship over some, non- over, um, some money nonsense. So yes. please, please, please get, get some contracts together. There's a lot of um, contracts you can find, um, ideas how to write one out, but you want to have a contract laid out 
talk to a lawyer if you have to to make sure it's legally binding. But you just want to make sure that contract is is good. All right. Word. Word to Big Bird. And that is your BLM T-tip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So thank word, you word. guys for listening to episode 20. Thank you, Kent, KJ, Kentastic, for coming through and uh, being a co-contributor to um, this week's pod. Um, thank you for letting me uh, be all up in the potting. All up in the potting. Yes, 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 yes. Um, thank you all for listening once again, wherever it is you listen. Um, and if you have stuff that you want us to talk about, you have questions you want to ask us, definitely email us all love, no fear, pcast at gmail.com. Word. And uh, I think that's it. We out. We are out. Yes, summer's over. My favorite season, fall, is about to touch down. They're ready. All right, all right, all right. All right. So, do say. Peace, love, and soul. We out. Uh huh, uh huh. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. It's the All Love. No Fear Podcast. Hey. It's hey. the All Love. No Fear Podcast. Hey. Check hey. us out. Hey. It's the All Love. Oh, No Fear Podcast. Podcast. Uh huh, uh huh. All Love. Oh, No Fear Podcast.